If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. Hmm. Uh, what do you do? That's a great question. <laughs> what is the long-term effect of too much information? Hello Forum, Wine Jar Cynics Podcast. My name is Dio. And I'm Gene. Welcome to the genesis of our podcast. The first episode, episode A, episode one, the prelude, the beginning. Uh, actually, the title of this episode is actually Moonstricken. You're probably wondering, why not just name it episode one? Well, you know, we're just extra like that. So, in a nutshell, pretty much we're going to explain what Moonstricken is. And wh- why are we even starting with Moonstrick in this effect in the, f- in the first place? Well, pretty much it's the catalyst of the podcast. So there's a history of the podcast, you know, why we started it, what's our goals, all that. But we'll talk about that later because we're going to introduce a little story of mine. But pretty much first part is catalyst. Second part is the reason why. And then the rest is other stuff we're going to be talking about, an overview of the stuff that we want to cover um we do etymology here so pretty much the study of the origin of words you know they do that in epistemology philosophy so let's kind of talk about why we were, ca- we were calling it moonstricken to begin with but um the etymology of lunatic funny enough that's pretty much what it comes down to so it's an old term referring to a person who is mentally ill dangerous foolish or crazy Conditions once attributed to lunacy. The word derives from lunaticus. I my, lut, my Latin is rusty, so if anybody knows Latin in the forum, give me a break. We're still learning it as we go. I, uh, my pronunciation is vulgar Latin, by the way, not classical. So pretty much lunaticus means meaning of the moon or moonstruck. But moonstruck is like some kind of comedy movie. It's like a rom-com, so that's why I'm not calling it moonstruck. I'm calling it moonstricken. Just sounds better. So that was this was um, used in medicine and law back in the days. But obviously now we know that the moon doesn't have an effect on the human mind like that because people used to think it that the moon had an effect on your mind because it had an effect on gravi- the gravitation uh, on uh, tides. Therefore, it also affected the human mind because we're m- mainly made of water. Obviously, there. are that was back then, but um, that's kind of what the podcast is, by the way. Before I go into the, the story of me being moonstruck, is there's a lot of symbolism of the moon. It's a very powerful, I think, symbol for the first episode. It kind of what it's pretty much what illuminated me into create into starting it right away, you know. But um, let's just get to the story. Um, as m- okay, I mean, pretty much before isn't. Luna, like the moon, also kind of represents women. Luna, I don't know too much about. I know Luna means moon, but I haven't in gone. Myth- so I think in mythology, like both R- Roman and Greek mythology, it also kind of was about women. Really? Yeah, as far as I I understand. 
We'll get into that one of these episodes. Like That's the, what I wanted. The sun do. was more male. Oh yeah, and, and alchemy. Female. And alchemy. Funny enough. Yeah, yeah. And alchemy. The moon is uh, feminine, like you said. Then the sun is masculine. And when you when you um, you combine these two in alchemy, at least, and alchemy has to do with a lot. A lot of it is symbolism, philosophy that comes from the Greeks. You know. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That what you're, you're what you're onto something, and we're gonna talk about that eventually. But yeah, uh, Greek mythology, Selene is the goddess of the moon. Oh yeah, yeah. And let me check Roman mythology. Like I think it's always a female. Yeah, no, always. it is. No, it is a feminine symbol. It is a feminine symbol, but I yeah, th- and Selene, yeah, Latin Luna in Greek and Roman religion, the personification of the moon as a goddess. Yeah. There's a lot of that's the funny thing about the some a lot of concepts from the old times. There's a lot of myths and legends to it, you know. So there is an element of truth, but there's also elements of symbolism and mysticism and spirituality and science and history and it's just so yeah. Luna was the, actually the god, the name also Luna. That's why dudes go crazy. It's over the it's over the females. The, the I, wolves. I, I was going to say, I don't get moonstruck in because I have a penis and it doesn't affect me. Okay, let, let's get to, let's get to the, <laughs> let's get to the story. The only reason I'm setting why. setting you up. <laughs> you're setting me up. Yeah. Moon ain't doing nothing to me. Okay. <laughs> okay, pretty much, let's begin with the story of the inception, the catalyst, the moon. So, it's September 3. It's a full moon. Right before midnight. I was walking around just trying to organize my mental clutter of thoughts I usually have. I was preparing ideas for the first arc of the podcast because we're going to have arcs. You know, first arc is going to be probably all everything to do with cynicism, constitutionalism, pragmatism, um, kind of the base philosophies of our ideas of, of how to kind of navigate the, the misty and turbulent waters of today's society, especially in 2020. Kind of the stoicism part is important because you have to kind of control yourselves with all, so much information. So that's the whole concept of it. But that um, that's what I was um organizing while I was walking around. I, was, I had this clutter of ideas in terms of um, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, uh, let me go back to the art. Yeah, second arc is gonna be more about tech, about we're going to call it the watchdog series but this by the way there's like different segments we have so every pretty much this episode relates to segments that are like canon i guess so these are like the non-filler episodes i guess pretty much and then well that's my idea for now then the grapevine is more playful more comedic and it's how do i say it? it's Kind of just, uh, it's kind of news uh, about news, but not so much news. It's just newsworthy stuff that we want to talk about. Sometimes they're timeless. Sometimes they're up to date. We have a bunch of um, uh, what, what do they call it? Segments, but pretty much the the single topic ones. WJC, the wine jar cynics. This is gonna be part of it. That that arc, but I, I think I'll go into that later because I don't want. I just want to get to the story already. But um, pretty much. I was thinking about uh, all these ideas of the podcast. 
I have so many ideas, by the way, about really about tech tyrants, about censorship, about cancel culture, uh, the Jungian concept of the shadow self, um, kind of the lessons of the founders of true, true cynicism. There's, and by the way, the alchemy stuff, funny enough, I was thinking about too. Well, I, I was kind of looking at the moon because I was thinking, yeah, it, there is kind of a symbolism of the moon in a lot of different sciences. Well, not in sciences, but in pseudoscience, at least. Like astrology is a pseudoscience. Then you have alchemy. Well, alchemy is more of a proto-chemistry. It's not completely pseudoscientific. It's just they're trying to rationalize it through symbolism and philosophy. So I wouldn't call it a pseudoscience. Uh, it, some aspects are a little pseudoscientific for alchemy, but a lot of the techniques they use to filter out metals and uh, filter out certain things. Even in science, they borrow from the mythology, the naming things and such like that, like even some medicines. Like I just think of Lunesta. It's got Luna in it. That's true. And also some of the symbolism in, um, what would it be? That's another symbolism I'm thinking of. Off the top of my tip of my and tongue. just like logos and stuff. You logos can, you and... Can, you can find the inspiration in a lot of other areas. Oh, and, and biology. Some and of bi- that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially the, the Latin names. I know for... or. Orca is Orsinus Orca, which means black a demon from hell. Something about the demon from hell, because I know Orca is the is the um, orc, Orcus means the king of hell. I think in the Roman mythology, king oh, of is hell. that where like orcs from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because orc is like a demon from Orcus from the king of the the demons. Well, I don't know too. My my mythology is a bit kind of dodgy, but that's like the the pretty much the um. The big idea, the main idea is like Orcus is the king of hell and then Orc, probably something to do with Orcus. Like his spawn? Yeah. His spawn, yeah, exactly. His spawn. A- anyway, by the way, let's go back to the story. <laughs> Easy to forget about the story, but this was all around 3.30 a.m. I was doing a lot of research on this, funny enough, on random sh- stuff for the podcast, too, because symbolism is an interesting part of um, philosophy about how people give things meaning, even though a lot of the time there is no meaning. Kind of like uh, the moon is a good example. It's like Chinese people have given it them. They used to think at least really back back in the day, like 2000 years ago, that there was a bunny on the moon, a rabbit, a rabbit goddess that would um, mix the chemical f- formulation of the elixir of life. So th- I don't know how that came up, but we're going to research it. But I know we, um, when I was um, doing the history of science in uh, college, we had learned about alchemy. And then some people, some alchemists from China long time ago had that idea. But I, I think something to do with the craters of the moon. That's why people see craters of the moon and they think, you know, they think of a lot of, a lot of things. They think maybe there's aliens on there. Those, they created the moon. Maybe the gods created those craters, things like that. People, they rationalize things. But that, yeah, I was researching that kind of stuff. So I was playing this podcast before I um, went to sleep. And it was um, something I probably shouldn't have done because for some reason, it just, I started listening about nightmare disorders. And he he was talking about how nightmares are usually a manifestation, or it was, I say he, because I forgot the psychiatrist's name, but he's on YouTube. I can put in the description maybe, but he was talking about how trauma, stress, 
and anxiety kind of manifest in certain dreams. Like if you're in a, if you're in a a survivor of trauma, you will have a lot of nightmares. Obviously, most people would know that off the bat, but but specifically, you're gonna have um, dreams that are consistent and have a very descriptive, um, vivid feeling and sensation. And also, you're gonna have um, themes that are very um, a reoccurring. So. I think, for example, people who have been abused physically as a child, they have dreams tend that their dreams tend to be about um, running away from something, trying to attack them, right? And then for people who have other other disorders, have a very specific thing, you know, you know, specific dreams related to whatever trauma they received. So I thought that was interesting because I was thinking about some of the dreams that because I have a lot of nightmares specifically. But they don't like prevent me from going to sleep. Does that Do you mean have, you're traumatized? Um, I think I had an ex- just stressed. Well, honestly, I was stressed the past few days because of this hidden run that happened and all the legal stuff. I and we might have to sue them and all that. So you've been dreaming every night the past three nights, or having nightmares? Kind of n- no, not not a, not at all. But um, I, before that, like four years ago, after I came back from. China, by the way, had kind of an ex- existential crisis, mini existential crisis for some reason. That seems more like stress, right? And, and yeah, anxiety. stress and anxiety. And that, and there I had very consistent dreams. I had very consistent dreams, not always nightmares, but sometimes they're a little disturbing and dark, right? And it has to do with stuff I'm, I'm thinking about in the daytime, funny, funny enough. I don't know, do you have nightmares? You- not for the longest time i can't remember the yeah last time that's what's interesting about dreams by the way because sometimes uh, i know my friend um yorgos uh, we'll call him that for now <laughs> or like he has I, various consistent I mean, dreams there's a difference between a bad dream and a nightmare right like yeah i think nightmare clinically like you can't go to sleep you will wake up because of a nightmare like you'll wake up and you're sweaty and you're your heart's beating and you have palpitations. I don't think I've n- ever done that. Yeah, yeah. I've no. had like a bad dream where it's like I know I felt scared, but it was yeah, like, eh, okay, whatever. I After think we I should up. we should try to. I don't want to bastardize the concepts th- that we're talking about, so that's why we're just giving opinions on it rather than talking about the actual disorder. But um, yeah, definitely. I don't think I've ever had dreams where I've woken up and palpitated and had heartbeats. And then yeah, I when I, I was a kid, maybe. Funny enough, it was always about clowns. How about you? Um, someone trying to kill me. Whoa! Wait, how old were you? How old were you? Uh, like preteen. Um, one was like yeah in Alaska for sure because in the snow, and I had like a snowmobile and some guy was like chasing me on the snowmobile trying to kill me. Uh, Whoa. One being chased by a T-Rex. <laughs> oh, I thought the T-Rex stories were good. I didn't, I didn't think they would be. And no, but it, it was, I'm being chased, but like, it's weird. It's not like a nightmare. I didn't feel like. Yeah, it's not really a nightmare. It's really. Threatened. It's a bad dream. And. Well, yeah, that's the thing about nightmares. We That's why we should talk to a psychiatrist or eventually interview them about this. Because, for example, recently, I think, maybe last month, I had a dream about people robbing my house with guns. And it's very, very specific. And I always end up um, rolling out of my, my bedroom window and then falling on the ground mm-hmm. and then kind of running off. And then that's the end of the dream. 
but I never like wake up. Yeah, the dream. I mean, dreams. There's like sometimes it's, it's like such a simple theme. It's not really a nightmare usually. Sometimes the theme is very simple, and actually, like the the visuals are very <laughs> simple. It's funny because you had a dream about Jeffrey. Epstein. Yeah, ex- exactly. Okay, you just talk and, about it. Fine, it. Just do it. It was like a just like a normal day. <laughs> it's a normal day. It's a normal day. But there was like a dramatic scene. No, but funny enough, depending on my mood and what I'm thinking about, and w- you know, the dreams are very. At least from for me, the dreams are very very specific on my mood and my anxiety or whatever that I have. For example, like usually when I was stressed about stressed, I had those dreams about um, getting robbed, and then and then funny enough, um, I didn't really have any. Um, I was thinking about when's the la- when the last time I had a dream about the clown because I used to have a lot of dreams about clowns trying to kill me and stuff. And um, did you ever have dreams about clowns trying to kill you? People trying to kill me. Never clowns? Because I feel clowns are very specific to people's nightmares. I don't I've know had, why. My brother, time, my half-brother. But the dreams yeah. where I'm, someone's trying to kill me, it's always so random. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's, like, unrealistic. Oh, like it doesn't pertain to your situation. Yeah, or it's, like, it's so weird that it's like hard to even describe. Yeah, for for me it's weird because it's actually like I'm I'm running through almost like this terrain or setting where like reality doesn't make sense. I can be in one place and then the other place and I'm still being chased and I can do all these weird things to try and escape this person that normally would be impossible. If there's anybody in the forum, eventually when we have a forum cuz you know this is the first episode, we don't have anybody watching so Except the friends we're going to re- give it to. But yeah, but I'm always very self-aware in the dream. It's just like I want it to play but out. But in the nightmare disorder, specifically from what I re- read, usually they're very vivid. So vivid as in you have a lot of sensation, feeling. A yeah, I mean, I have that. Yeah, you do? I have that, but I'm just self-aware. Yeah? I always kind of maintain a, self, a sense of self-awareness. Like I can jump out of this if I want to, but I just play through it. You're kind of an interesting character, aren't you, Dio? He's like, yeah, I, mean, you know, I thought that was I'll normal. Pl- I'll, I'll play with it. <laughs> I mean, if I go, I can imagine the, there's like a clown trying to just, stab you. Just like I'll play I, with you. How I just de- really, just like how I described the Epstein dream. I'll buy. It. All right. Should oh I, yeah. I yes. It? Okay. Fine. Scoot. We'll talk. We'll oh, end this up. Is a little bit of a segue. <laughs> okay. F- I know this is okay. Eventually, I'm gonna keep talking about th- what happened, right? But let's just have Dio talk about the Jeffrey Epstein story because I we could not. Ignore that shit that just happened. This was my dream. Very well, s- technically this morning. <laughs> and you played along with it. You should have just punched him. You pedophile. You punched him. It was weird. Okay. I was, because I went to university up in Alaska for a while. But I, I was back at university there. But the university was different, of course. Like, the buildings were very different. And so I was just walking around. And I got my backpack and my phones, everything I carry on my self, on my person normally. And I ended up in the library right and for some reason i like left my stuff in the library i left my backpack and one of my phones in the library and i left to go walk around and while i'm walking around i, I see i see jeffrey epstein and he's with like a group of people and it's kind of girls it was kind of like the sense i know this person i know he's like almost like oh i know I, him yeah. as a figure uh-huh. so i didn't want to approach him but I, I, I circle around, I see him again, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go up to this guy. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Why? Are you a fan or something? So I'm like, 
just like uh, kind of talking. Hey, you're Jeffrey Epstein. Like, oh man, and like, what are you doing here? Should have punched blah, blah, blah. him. I, c- I could see he was like in the role of like a teacher, professor, or advisor, something like Interesting, that. Interesting, because you know he actually did teach, from my understanding, real life. And maybe that's where. Yeah. Okay. It came yeah. From. Subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, and I, I noticed things while I was watching him while he was walking around. I saw people would like, like approach him and like push him and things like that. I'm like, oh, these people are pushing you, man. How's it? I feel he's like, yeah, but he was so nice. He was like the nicest guy Weird. in the dream. He's like, yeah, people, I they feel this certain way about me because of like. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, 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 this is this is like a weird alternative dream where if he actually existed and he didn't get like sentenced. Exactly, exactly. It was you know what? Pe- like that. People really give me a hard time, even though I yeah. sexually molested like hundreds of girls. It's like, hmm, you, you wonder why, Jeffrey? You yeah, but he was, he was very understanding and very friendly. Very he's like, people, yeah, people treat me this way, of course, but I, I get why they do it. Yada, he's yada, trying yada. to communicate you with and you so in the dreams. Talking, yeah, I'm just going, like remember going in that anime Yu Yu Hakusho when uh, Yusuke went into Kuwabara's dream. Oh, he might, he, maybe he's trying to reach. He's me trying to reach you. Something. Why would he reach you, man? You got. Let me check your laptop, dude. What the I f- I don't know. Maybe he there's some file that got downloaded onto my. Okay, <laughs> but no, this, <laughs> no, but um, I would kill you if I found that. Um. It's like a black book. <laughs> oh, but you have the black book? Maybe you researched it? Who knows? I have it, though. I have it. You have it, right? The only thing I've done related to Jeffrey Epstein is like reading articles. That's all. That's all. Oh, um, I've watched a lot of videos of him. Oh, and specifically. watching the documentary. Because he actually, I remember he was a teacher and he he didn't yeah, have a bachelor's. Like, yeah, but apparently he was good at teaching math. Yeah, he was like one of the best teachers with no credentials to actually be a teacher. <laughs> I'd have to look into it how if people actually liked him as a teacher. So I don't know too much about that, but I know that he he was extremely good at math. That's I a think fact. He was, I think in the documentary they said he was like well liked. He was he Oh had, yeah, he had I remember, accolades for his teaching. I, I, rem- I remember people describing him as And he still char- got to keep the job even after even after he like got exposed, he still was able to keep the job. That's how charismatic he was. And that's exactly how he was in the dream. And he was like so easy going, so easy to talk to. Is we- maybe like in my mind from videos I've seen put together of him. You know what's weird is that there's this, there's like a subconscious element to dreaming, and almost like desires and hopes and mm-hmm. spheres all related. So you know primal. Yeah, because you know if Epstein, I know it sounds weird, but if Epstein wasn't a, a criminal serial rapist, because you know he's a he was a good mathematician. That'd be crazy if he actually wasn't a criminal, an evil person, how he could have helped people, you know? Or if he actually helped people I mean, without being a creep and, you know, like a pedophile. Imagine that. I mean, he just would have been rich. Yeah. Because he was still, like, schemy, of course. He got into a lot of positions. Yeah, because he lied. By lying. Yeah. People do that, but he's just way better at it. That is true. That is true. He's a professional. But, yeah, so he was very, like, the most easiest person in the world to talk to in this dream like okay <laughs> no okay and then and then all of a sudden i realized like i had lost and i was like walking with him and he, we started to follow each other and i'm like going with him I'm, I'm trying to find my way back to the library where i left my backpack and my phone and i cannot find it and eventually i go back to him and i'm like can you help me Find my backpack and my phone. And he's like, oh, of course, I can help you. <laughs> so we're looking in all these places. We can't find it, like, super lost. Because it's, like, the school, but it's so weird. It's, like, not the school I know. 
but it is a school I went to. And to the point where eventually we go into this this room and like oh, some big don't big <laughs> what? Is it a massage room? It was like a massage that's, room. That's, fuck, that's creepy. It dude. looked like a massage room. It was dark, small, there's a bed. Whoa. And that was it. And we is walk it, in there. It sounds exactly like the documentary we watched about him. Maybe, yeah, with something yeah. probably connected to it. But we're in there, and then this, like, big, fat dude follows us. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts, like, attacking Epstein. And for some reason, I like, was, like, defending. I was fighting off this dude. <laughs> and I, like, wrestled him to the ground and, like, pushed him under the massage bed. <laughs> and then Jeffrey Epstein comes, and he, like, stabs him under the bed. This is a bizarre him. dream because it's, like, painting him as a good person, even though I'm curious. He probably would have been, like, Find your own backpack, kid. I got <laughs> things to do. Screw you, right? It was probably would have been an asshole in real life. The weirdest dream for him to be, like, pretty much the main figure of the dream. You know what? I actually want to make this uh, uh, episode in the first arc of the podcast about dreams. But we should talk to a professional about this. But it's very interesting. Dreams have always been something I was interested in because I had a dream journal. And... um. I also had the first one of the first YouTubers I watched was a was a really cute girl with a feather in her hair, and she was like talking about how lucid dreaming can make you happier or something. And I was mm-hmm. watching it like ten years what was it 20, ten years ago? Nah, it was way farther back. It was two thousand nine or something when fir- YouTube first began. What when did YouTube begin? Uh, two thousand something nine two thousand ten. Yeah. Yeah, that was anyway. This whole let me get to the story of the catalyst. By the way, All right, I'm just just gonna wrap up the dream really quickly. Oh, okay. It, ended, it didn't end that way. I know it ended. That's kind of how it ended. But then I'm like having a conversation with him, and I'm like, "What?" It, it was a weird self awareness. I was weird. like, "I I, I got to wake up because if I wake up, I'll I'll find my phone. My phone is right next to my. Or it's right be, next to me. Or if you wake, if you don't wake up, he'll he'll be your friend and he'll be a reoccurring theme. And he's like, I think I can't re- remember if he was like, "Don't go" or something. But I was like, <laughs> "Don't go." <laughs> but I was like, "They're gonna kill no. me." The- I was like, "I pretty much told him I gotta wake up right now because I I'm looking for my phone in my backpack and I know where my phone and backpack are. If I wake up, it's right there." And then I just woke up and I picked up my phone. You know, be crazy. You know, be crazy. If you told me, don't go, they're going to assassinate me in prison. I need to tell you all the names of the people that were involved in the... I would have stuck around then. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy if you said that. And then it's like, no! I would have been like, hey, let's talk. <laughs> no, but dreams are very interesting because um, there have been people who have invented things because of a... Dr- and they were inspired by a dream, funny enough. there, I think, what famous scientist... I know in the, sci- the history of science, one of the classes I took in college... They talked about that. that there were some inventions created by people out of their dreams, or they either they I'm they sure. created the invention while they were dreaming. That makes sense. Yeah, very interesting dreams. I mean, if you're a scientist or an inventor, you're probably gonna yeah dream. About, you'll think yeah, about that, exactly. especially if you're passionate, and then like you get some stroke of inspiration. I I know somebody. I'm not gonna tell you who because we know we care about privacy and all this stuff on the podcast. But um, I know somebody who. They went to a fortune teller. I don't believe in fortune telling. You know, I'm not pseudoscientific. But, I mean, there's something like, like myths and mythology and legends. There's an element of truth there. But she, funny enough, she said that she was going to have, she had a dream before the birth of her child, a male son. And, and her son had died, right? A few days after she had this weird premonition of him dying, she had like a weird premonition in her gut, a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. 
right? And then he ended up getting um, killed in a car crash or something like that. And then after that, after he died... Would that be years later? I don't remember too much. So before he was born? Yeah, no, no. Uh, let me let me restart this again. I'm confusing myself because I, I, forgot, I, I forgot the details. Pretty much, this woman had a son, right? She and already had the son. She, she, yeah, one, yeah, the mm-hmm. first son. Because there's two sons. Mm-hmm. Oh, she only had two sons. So the first son, um, she had a premonition of him, him dying. He eventually did die. Mm-hmm. After he died, she visited him, him in her dreams and said, you're going to have a baby boy. And she had a... So she, a had, she had two... These are two separate dreams. Yeah, two se- two separate dreams. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's kind of, kind of confusing. No, it makes sense. But anyway... Well, it wasn't a dream, though. It was a premonition. Like, she can feel it that something's wrong. Well, well, you know, she had a premonition of his death. Not really a dream, more like a gut feeling. Then then she, uh, after he died, he visited her in her dreams, and she had a child at um, 47, eventually, 20 years later. And I think, what is the age that women cannot have children anymore? That's, like, really, like, their chances of having a child that's healthy is very low. Oh, it's in the 40s, I think. Yeah, she had a, a 48, I think. She had another child who was a male, by the way. Before that, though, that um, before having the other, the second son, the um, she had a miscarriage. It was supposed to be a girl. That's the interesting part. She was supposed to have a girl before, but she ended up having a son. So that was crazy. Mm. You know, it's like that. It almost seems like maybe the ghost son. Yeah, I've Kinda. I've heard of cases like that also before where especially related to death. Like Oh, people have dreamed of their own death or, or No, dreamed about like some premonition that like and this the, person came to me and told me they were gonna die and then they died before. Yeah. And I think like, she Yeah, like uh Oh and before that she went that this woman I'm talking about, she went to a fortune teller. She went to a fortune teller and she said, you're going to have a husband from a different country. One of your your sons is going to die. You will have another son. The fortune teller part is crazy. The dream part and like feeling like something, having a premonition that someone's going to die. Someone's about to die or something like that. Like you I feel, feel like, like that's because strangely w- common. If you have a strong connection to a person. I've heard a lot of people say yeah. that. And I don't, people I trust and, and by the, to not lie I, about that. I personally don't believe in these kind of superstitious stuff or paranormal or any of that stuff. But I think there's a degree of truth that... But you also, I mean, be, what do you think about... you? Sometimes if you're in a situation, you can sense like something's off. Yeah, yeah, Almost yeah. like a spidey sense sort of thing. You can feel... But that's the lizard brain, yeah, from what I heard. The, the primitive brain, the subconscious mind that gives you the flight or... F- Fight or flight response. Yeah. So, yeah, so is not, it so different from that? No, I wouldn't think so. Just the only thing I don't believe is that people can, you know, obviously they're psychics and they can predict everything correctly. No, that's why I said, if yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. fortune teller, that part, it's like crazy. It's a coincidence. It's a crazy, crazy coincidence. coincidence. <laughs> but yeah, crazy, crazy <laughs> coincidence that a fortune teller, fortune teller, it tells you that specifically that you're gonna have a son die, meet somebody. Or a male, well, I don't know, I don't think she said son. I think it was some a male in the family. Very vague. Mm-hmm. And then she said, you're going to have a husband from a different country. By the way, she's, she's this, this woman is from a very remote um, town in South America. In the very, very south. 
So not many foreigners go there. Mm-hmm. Right? But anyway. So, um, yeah, she had that. That was the fortune teller. She told her that. And w- what else? Yeah, she was going to receive a letter. She received a letter from this uh, traveling man who ended up becoming her husband. And then she, her son died. And then she had ended up having another son. But, the, yeah, that's crazy how the miscarriage happened. And then she was supposed to have a daughter. But she ended up having a son. Just like the her son said in his in, in her dream. He's like, you're going to have a son. Not a daughter, a son. But anyway, that'll that'll be a topic for another um, episode. I don't think it's particularly what we talk about here, because like I said, we want to talk more about Greco-Roman philosophy and culture and art and symbolism, all the other stuff, and cynicism specifically, you know, and relating it to events. But um, it's a good, it's a very interesting topic. And but yeah, anyway, let's let's go back to the dream, to not not my dream, but by the way, there's kind of moonstricken effect i had so yeah we talked about the real it, it's for uh, i had this weird yeah moonstricken effect happened like at 4 a.m so at 4 a.m i ended up realizing i couldn't sleep because i had these flooding thoughts right and i was trying to fi- find a way to organize them so i ended up creating a script funny enough which is what we're talking about right now and um, it took me an hour to finish, and I felt like I was going crazy because I just had so many flowing thoughts. I couldn't sleep. I had just had to write it down. Maybe the video had something to do with it because I was, had some anxieties from other stuff plus the anxiety. Start this. You know what I mean? And um, that's the crazy part. And that, I think around 6 o'clock, an hour, yeah, this happened at 4 a.m. That's when I made the script. So 4 to 5 a.m., yeah, one hour I was just writing scripting about all my ideas for the podcast in the first episode, right? Funny enough, at 6 o'clock, I just went upstairs, right? Because my sister got up, right? And I was telling her, I cannot sleep. I, I feel like I'm going insane. I'm going like, I, I just feel a lot of energy. A lot. I feel a lot of overactive thoughts. And I also have have this weird zombie-like state where I don't feel awake, but I don't feel sleepy, like a zombie. Like I'm going like insane, like crazy, and I have a bunch of thoughts in my head overacting. And Isn't that some form of like insomnia as well? Yeah. But you, it's like insomnia in... Well, apparently the nightmare disorder can give you insomnia when they're so intense, these dreams, and you have these overwhelming feelings of um, stress and anxiety. An, o- an overactive mind. Yeah, makes sense. But it's, so it's like the insomnia in combination of you being pretty much pursuing some idea. And and I heard, by the way, that sometimes people, I forget, there's something called panic di- panic disorder before you're going to sleep. Like you're afraid to go to sleep because you have nightmares. Because you don't want to have a nightmare. Or you don't want, you know, it's weird. What day was this? This was September, yeah, September. Th- was it September 3? So, I was like I said, the full moon came out September 2nd, noon, right? Uh, before noon. Then it, then this whole thing that was happening to me, this kind of weird anxiety attack kind of happened between 3... When was it? September 3rd. Does that make sense? Because September 2nd, I was just walking around. That's the... Then September 2nd was the, day, the, the, the corn moon. Yeah, that was the the corn moon. Mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, then after that, the next day rolled in because I couldn't sleep. So I slept. I yeah, I was awake till the next day. And, um, yeah, I was talking to my sister about it when I went up at around 6 a.m. I was telling her I can't sleep. And she's like, yeah, I can't. She couldn't sleep either. And she was talking about, yeah, I was like, and I told her, you, have you, did you see the full moon? It was so pretty. And she's like, full moon. No wonder. Because apparently she can't sleep during a full moon too. Call it coincidence, whatever you want to say. And then, funny enough, I was... That part, that second train of thought, because the first train of thought was all that stuff with the nightmare disorder and stuff like that, and it was the catalyst of starting the podcast. Really, that that in, kind of the anxiety attack, whatever the hell you can call it. Then that when I had that conversation with my sister about the moon, I was thinking about, you know, the moon-stricken effect and lunacy. And, like, maybe the, these Romans and Greeks had sort of some kind of splinter of truth and these weird stories they made up about the moon and its effect on human behavior obviously i think it's more to do with sleep sleep definitely has a, a direct correlation to human behavior obviously if you don't sleep you're going to act you know loony lunat lunatic but apparently there is some not i wouldn't call it evidence but there's some correlation between the semi-lunar cycle and sleep I haven't looked into was, it too were much. Were there any traditions that they had? Well, I know they, they created specific houses in certain countries. Now, quote me on this forum or whatever, at least in the future when you, when you guys listen to the first episode. Um, they created houses. You can look it up right now on your laptop. Um, um, there are specific houses made to shield people from the, the, the light of the moon because I think people back then were afraid of the moon's light. That it would do something to you and it would ca cause you to be a lunaticos, lun lunatic, kind of crazy. Because it might have affected your sleep. With, but that makes no sense because, you know, if the moon affected your, the moon's light affected your um, sleep, people wouldn't be able to sleep with fluorescent lights or artificial lights. So that theory is off, out of the window. But I think something to do with the cycles affects the sleep. Did they... They didn't have any traditions related to it, like I parties and stuff? Because I'm just thinking because... I think they did. I just haven't read into it too much. I, I, know, I know in Thailand they have like a full moon party. A full moon party? So they, it's like... That's kind of cool. It's a crazy like beach party that they do. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. A lot of drinking and they just drugs and kind of stuff. Every uh, Just a specific full moon or a full moon, like on a specific day? Like do they just do it every full moon? Um... I know they call it a full moon party. <laughs> this full moon party? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, there's powerful symbolism behind it. Whether or not it's true or not, its effects on the on the sleep on sleeping or the moon's light or whatever like there's a lot of symbolism, history and effects it has on profound effects on the but human they do condition. Do it, uh on the full moon day. They do every it. every full moon cuz you know, there's a full moon every um, see, I don't know how many they have a year. If it's a one, a yearly thing, they pick a specific month that there's a full moon oh. into it that, or if it's, they do it every full moon. Any, anyway. Oh no. Yeah. No, they do it every, every month. Every month. Yeah. Or every full moon. That would make sense. Yeah. But anyway, um, that was my train of thought by the way, because I was thinking about werewolves, werewolves. And I was thinking about all these myths associated to the uh, moon. And, and stuff like that. While I was, um, you know, still awake and couldn't go to sleep. So I have no choice but to think of random ideas. 
So that, and then I came up with a script for this this specific episode, which was funny enough. I'm just gonna end up talking about the moon and mythology and symbolism and all that kind of stuff because I think it's an interesting way to start off the podcast because it kind of relates to what we want to do in this podcast. We want to talk about different stuff. We want to make it kind of philosophical, scientific. Um, even though we're gonna eventually talk about privacy rights and tech, which the with the Watchdog series and all that, but. I thought it was a good way of starting the the episode. And yeah, I was just out of it. I just couldn't sleep the whole day. It took me, and I ended up trying to sleep. I probably slept like an hour, two hours, and I had to mix it up. Eventually, I ended up going to sleep. But the next the next day around like, not the next day, but um, before midnight that day. Yeah, so I ended up... Um, doing it i think maybe the scripts the script helped but i was also thinking about stoicism too because i was thinking about anxiety stress some of the things we can't control in our lives and stoicism they have that um, idea that there are some things that are almost kind of out of your control but just because it's out of your control doesn't mean you should give your emotions to it you know there's kind of a saying like would you let thieves into your house no you wouldn't obviously Kind of like negative emotions. Would you love negative emotions to your head? You and lock your doors at night? Um, I don't because I let my cat sleep in, sleep with me sometimes. And otherwise she scratches the door. I meant your house door. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, I check it. Maybe that's why I have these nightmare dreams because I always ch- check the door every night just in case because I'm a little paranoid. I lock every door and I go around and I kind of walk around to see if, I don't know. You, there's so much crazy shit happening nowadays that you get a little paranoid and you kind of go out. You think it's heightened by just everything going on? Think that's part uh, of it? Maybe a little bit, but not too much. It, it doesn't help that I have some kind of shitty neighbors. Mm. Just one. Uh, the whole neighborhood is fine. Just like one specific house and with kind of some weird stuff going on. Um. Anyway, um. that's kind of the... That's the origin story, really, I guess. the cat, or At least the catalyst. And how I came up with the script. Pretty much the moonstricken effect. Very interesting concept. I think we can one day talk about the mythology more in depth or the legends or all the symbolism, symbolism and stuff. But that's probably after we finish the phase one stuff. Everything to do with the constitutionalism stuff, the pragmatism, the the Roman and Greek mythology. I mean, Roman, Roman and Greek um logic and stuff, all that stuff out of the way. Some stuff that maybe it would help for people who don't know about it too well, but maybe want to learn about it, and maybe they, there's some relevancy to it. But um, anyway, what is today's full moon? Because I, I want to move on to the next part of the, the podcast. So with the first part was the catalyst and how we came up with the first episode. Let's talk about part two a, a little bit more in depth because really the story of this podcast happened four years ago in a way mm-hmm. and all the stuff that led up to it so that's why we're going to kind of split it at this moment so um what is what is to today's moon by the way what is the phase i'm curious i gotta look it up uh, it's, it's a waning gibbous right phase one sec current moon cycle for today and tonight it is yes waning gibbous waning gibbous right mm-hmm. funny enough you know 
I, I wrote this script, by the way, the one that we have right now, and I looked up the lunar phase. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And I remembered it off the top of my head because I wrote it on paper. It's like, yeah, Wayne and Gibbous, the day we, we, me and Dio were going to create the first episode. We're going to launch the first episode. Technically, funny enough, this is not really, this is kind of not the first episode. It's the first live episode, but we had a lot of informal discussions and mock drills, all that. Yeah, there was a lot of practicing different segments and mm, interviews and things like that prior to this, and single topics. Yeah, and then we created all the segments and the, we, Let's talk about that, actually. So, because in my moonstricken state, when I was moonstricken, I had all this funny, I had an epiphany that really, about all the stuff that really happened before we created, we launched today. Because today is not, like I said, it's technically the first episode launched. It's not the real episode, mm-hmm. first episode. Because we, technically the first idea for the first episode was the the American Creed, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had to split it up because, you know, the American Creed has to do a lot with pragmatism and stoicism and cynicism, right? That was the idea. But then we had to split it up. But um, we'll get into that. But let's talk about something I was thinking while I was in that state, the, the, the moon state, the lunacy state. Um, pretty much let's talk about 2016. 2016 was, I was in Florida, funny enough. A lot of crazy stuff happened there. And then you hit me up, funny enough. I, I was working... I was going to go to Germany mm-hmm. in that time. I was, I was trying to get money, and I wanted to do it while I was in Florida because, you know, I don't know why. It's, I just needed a change in scenery, you know? Not going to say where, where we're at, we're based now, you know, because privacy stuff. But I needed, it was, you know, dark and cold. So I was like, hmm, I need to go to a place that's the opposite. So, you know, travel south, pretty much. Travel south. South from the state that I'm not going to name. But anyway, I was working at this shitty place because I didn't have... For some reason, I was applying to a lot of places with my associate's degree, my uh, transfer degree. And I couldn't get a job for some reason, even though maybe they thought I wanted more money or something. And I was was living in a... This was early 2016. Yeah, this was before. This was like two months before May. Because May 2016 is when I left and we, I went to your place over there in Qingdao. Uh, We're going to name it. China. 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 <laughs> right? Yeah, so I was working at a shitty fucking ice cream shop. I know, I mean. F- I didn't even know you were working at that time. Oh, I'll tell you. I, funny I, enough, I, actually, I kind of remember now because I remember you talking about like saving up. Yeah, and I, I think I was telling you about Germany, right? Yes. Which, by the way, I haven't been in Germany yet. <laughs> so hopefully, if this podcast goes well, we can go to Germany and s- fulfill my destiny. Or or Spain, or because now I've changed it to Spain, by the way, where I want to continue my studies or whatever this project may entail. I think the next place I'm going to travel to is the UK. Just putting that out there. I, for what, mate? I got a mate there. I got a mate there. Go see my mate. All right. But anyway... I, I, this is the cluttering effect that's happening right now because I was now, now 2016 is coming back to me. It was four years ago. It was a simpler time. I was, what was I, doing? I was younger. The world was open to me. I didn't have this. I, I didn't have any anxiety really. I had that. I lot, I have a lot more anxiety now before then I had more like determination. Now I'm now with this podcast, hopefully I get that determination back. 
I feel I do. And um, yeah, I had looked for a bunch of jobs. I went to a Jewish kosher <laughs> store and he was going to give me a job, but I for- forgot. I think he needed, I needed a license and I didn't have a license license at that time. You mean like a driver's license? Because uh, you know why? Because I didn't think I'd need it because I was going to be taking the train in Europe and stuff. I didn't need to drive mm-hmm. and I was trying to be eco-friendly, you know. And I, I rode my bike everywhere what in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I rode my bike everywhere in Florida looking for a job. And that I went to the beach to sign up for for you know getting a job at the bar by the beach. Didn't get that job. I applied also to the little kosher store. Never got that job. I applied well, to well, a. It was pizza. just like pretty much entry level. Yes. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> what is, what is that, that, that meme thanks obama and when some random shit happens you can't get a pizza job thanks obama i can say it because it, it was the obama years freaking freaking meteor hit somebody <laughs> thanks obama i remember that meme 2016 when everybody was blaming him for everything stub your toe thanks obama well, there's some uh <laughs> something to it <laughs> yeah okay but anyway yeah it was the obama time i couldn't get any job i was trying to get and look, I had studied, I pretty much had a transfer degree in linguistics because I had studied Chinese, all the, the Chinese courses and classes. I know it has nothing to do with pizza, but hey, you know. You would have thought it would have an should effect. Be pretty easy to get that kind of job if they're hiring. Some of the places weren't hiring. I just straight up went in there and just said, can I have a job? Well, <laughs> I don't know about your process. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you one thing. Job? <laughs> it's funny because I went, I. Well, one, some of the places actually, but it's weird though. They say, "Hey, well, let me get your your um." Oh, your, they'll take the, your resume. My resume and, like, and hold the, on. To yeah, it. yeah, that's the weird part. They they kind of gave you hope. They're like, "Hmm, you know what? Yeah, we might meet someone here. I have g- give me your diploma and give me your um, like, give me a copy of it." And they stuff. ask for your diploma. But, no, Where they didn't did they do that. At? No, no, they didn't ask for a diploma. They said, "Give me your resume." Oh, okay. Yeah, they asked for. Give me your <laughs> diploma. Give me your give me your diploma s- now. Social security card <laughs> now. All forms of ID. I'll hold on to it. Yeah, I'll hold on to it. That sounds like China. This China scam. Actually, we'll get into that. By the way, well, stay tuned. Um, I'm not gonna put on the buttons because we have some buttons. But my train of thought. That's why. Let me get back on the train of thought. Yeah, uh, pizza place didn't work out. I don't. I applied to a bunch of pizza places, and yeah, they. None of them accepted me. The only place that accepted me was like a diner that primarily sold ice cream. <laughs> Should have went on Craigslist or something, man. Can I just get a job, please? Oh. <laughs> no, no. But oh, but before the ice cream shop, let me let me talk about something else. One of the jobs I applied to. I want. I was uh, trying to apply for like an entry level position as like um like a medical receptionist. I just wanted to find any job, honestly. I was just desperate because I wanted to save money, right? And I was living with a family member, right? And I wanted to help around the... That's a, actually... I don't even think you can get that job. Don't you need a certain certification or something for medical... Even receptionist, I think you do. I'm not sure. I never asked, but he, it, but it doesn't matter because they never accepted me. What they told me... It's funny because the guy but told I'm, me... I was wearing a Batman shirt. I remember this shit. It was so funny because I didn't have any formal clothes because I, I just went with... I just moved from my state... My parents were like, why are you leaving? He's like, don't worry. I'm going with the family member in Florida. Okay, fine. And then, like, get a job then and all that. Help her out, whatever, whoever you're staying with. And then I went down, and then I didn't bring much. It was when I was, like, a lot younger, four years ago. And then it's just, like, 
I had only like t-shirts, so because it was hot, I didn't have many summer clothes. Because obviously, where I where I came from was like super cold and and wet. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, I didn't have much clothes. I didn't have anything. I didn't even bring like formal shirts. I was just being an idiot, and I rode my bike. I remember it was so shitty because I remember that bike the, the wheel popped and everything, and I had to fix it. Some guy helped me in a Walmart on the way to yeah. the job. <laughs> No, no, it wasn't a job interview. It was just me going there to give him my resume to perhaps get a job interview. That was all on the same day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have known. No, it was after, though. (laughs) It was after. I thought it was like... No, no, no. It It just got worse. It just got worse after. (laughs) And it's funny... The guy, you know what he told me? He's like... (laughs) He's just like... What are you doing, dude? He's like, what do you mean? I'm trying to get a job. Like, but... In that, in those clothes, and I was wearing like a Batman shirt, shirt and like shorts. I'm like, it's Florida, dude. It's like, it's like yeah, you're not giving me a good impression, man. And then it's like, yeah. And then I was thinking about it. Yeah, that what I should have wore a better clothes to give my resume. Uh, maybe that's why too I didn't present myself well enough. But for the pizza place, I'm like, do you really need to go just to hand a resume and I need to put on like some slack? For the medical job, yeah, it makes sense. The receptionist. Or what, what it wasn't even a medical receptionist it was something else something super low it's I, just yeah i mean as in, remember you said that too when you went to, you, and you talked to one of my professors <laughs> you said like wait i, think you, I was in, you're I was in like on. sweatpants and like slides and he's like <laughs> wait, wait, wait hey 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 what are you doing dude i'm just trying to trying to get a job and that but this was like a a really informal casual part-time job at, at a school right at a school it's like i get what you're trying to go for is it you is it is it um hayan dashway sure for for story's sake but oh for story's sake okay yeah um but yeah it was like are you like i get that whole idea because i can agree with that no yeah you want to give an impression a good yeah. impression but still, he. I, I thought some, it was. It wasn't. It was like to literally photograph, take photographs to be used as marketing materials for like a campus publication. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you that upset? I showed up like this. Will you want me in a suit and tie for the? No way. I would ever wear this. On the job, I'm never gonna walk in here if I get this job. What well, yeah, the thing, thing is, if, when I went to Florida, I had like pretty much winged. I, I winged everything. I, I pretty much winged it. So it makes sense. I wasn't being self-aware, and I, I should have went with something better than the Batman shirt. I think. I think it was the Batman shirt. I love that shirt, by the way. And I, I don't think I was wearing sandals. That would have made it worse. But then the day after that, I ended up wa- trying to uh, going back to Walmart. I forgot what to buy some groceries and some shit after I got denied and I couldn't give the resume. But even just to hand it, he's like, yeah, he didn't want to accept it. He's like, no, come back with. That was crazy. Even just to take the resume, not even like an yeah, interview. Yeah, no, not an interview, just to hand it over to him. He's just like, yeah, you're not giving me a good impression. It's like, okay, I get it. So I went back. I think my well, time. I, I think it, okay, I should. I would preface this. It like all really depends on the market. You know, if things are good, maybe I think it was like, high value clients, so maybe they just didn't want to see that. But if if like if economic times are tight and someone walks up like that, yeah, I wouldn't. I would. I would even maybe I can't remember what, what year I went in with the sweatpants and slides. But if it's like a 
tough, and you don't really understand. It was just a val- value judgment, I guess. But like, if everything's going and you need to hire people, people kind of loosen up a bit. Yeah. Like I can tell you now, even now, like getting a job, it's like people do not care. People don't care. The jobs I've gotten when I'm just looking what's for they they followed you as a forum. If any of you are eighteen and you the, the, it works out. Call us, and, and if it and doesn't, the, it all depends on the market. Yeah, it depends. Like it what? Really yeah, depends on the market. But if for people the need to hire people, and you come in and you're in a t-shirt, I guarantee you they won't care. They'll hire you. I've experienced this. Even <laughs> even interviews I've done recently, I did not dress up formally for any of them. Okay. And I got the jobs. Well, let's 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 continue on the the even without a resume. The or the origin jur- the journey. So right. That's why I say thanks, Obama, <laughs> <laughs> for c- creating it. The ju- the journey. Um, I ended up, yeah. I c- my chain started. It just broke. I probably it, killed it. Oh, my bad. It broke over there in, uh, in Walmart after I finished. Oh, I thought you the chain of thought. <laughs> no, that uh, <laughs> like, an actual bike chain. No, no, an actual bike chain. <laughs> the actual bike chain broke. No, no, what it, it just came off. It was a shitty Walmart bike I used because I didn't want to. I didn't want to go use the buses. I wanted to get you know. I, don't, I decided to ride my bike to everywhere. It was uh, weird. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 2016. And, and just to get skin, you know, be, get fit and better better for your health, all that stuff. And I, just want, I was cheap, too. I was very penny-pitching because I had saved some money from a job in 2014, 2015. And I didn't have much. I only had, like, a few, like, a thousand. I was trying to live off. It, mm-hmm. I know it was stupid. And maybe I would have succeeded if I stayed longer because I could have stayed in that. The, the job after it but let me talk about the chain story the chain story it's just some guy ended up helping me really nice in, in Florida then I ended up driving you know biking back to my my uh, apartment the chain just popped off yeah and he helped me and he <laughs> you didn't know how to put a chain back on a bike for some reason I was just no but I was kind of like yeah I didn't know to be honest I just I, I you just flip it on the back and kind of no, but there was another problem. The there was another problem with the bike too. It was just kind of like a really shitty Walmart bike that I bought for like thirty bucks. Yeah, oh, it was, I remember it was black. It's good. Someone helped you. Someone helped me, and oh, I was an old dude. He, he's kind of like, Can I, I think he might have told me the same thing. You know how to put a bike? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, What's you know how to put a bike chain? Where are you from, kid? Where you it's kind of true <laughs> for a bike chain. I get it if your car broke down, but like a bike chain is. Well, broken. I was trying to put it back on, but for some reason it just it wasn't going in. How were you trying to put it back on? <laughs> this is four years ago. Because it's uh, like really this is four years ago. <laughs> it's really pretty easy, but anyways, this, this is four is, years ago. <laughs> anyway, so you know I was kind of like distressed and stuff, and I went home and watched some episodes of Freaks and Geeks. And then, um, I don't know, I was watching that show for some reason. Is that a sitcom? It was like D- James Franco and um, Seth Rogen were in it when they were younger. Really? It, yeah, Freaks and Geeks. Oh, It wow. was, no, because it was like an 80s, like, hysteria in the 2000, 2016. Everybody was watching 80s shows, so I was watching it on Netflix. And Interesting, because that kind of came back around. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. I, to the 90s. Oh, no, it was 90s. Yeah, Creeks and Geeks turned... It was a 90s thing? It was a 90s show, actually. It was a good yeah. show. The ending was... was um, She ends up just pursuing what she wants instead of what her parents wanted her to do because she was really good at math or something. 
Yeah, I don't want. Hey, but if you're a genius, you you get accepted to Harvard. Don't maybe don't do uh, figure skating or some shit like that. I'm just kidding. Now. Do what you want. That's by that's the independence of thought and the autonomy we talk about cynicism. You know, just do what you want. Honestly, at the end of the day, because if someone stops you, then I think it's just not good. And I, I'll talk about it later. But anyway, um, yeah, I had gone to um. The next day, I went to get get a job, and I went to a ca- uh, It was in Delray Beach, uh, around that area. I went down with my bike, and then I went down the beach. Very nice beach, by the way. Very, kind of a small city, and um. There was like this cafe I applied to as well. Didn't get the job either for the ca- coffee place. I just I couldn't find a fucking job in that damn city. It was hard. And I rode my bike. It took an hour, by the way, from where my uh, the apartment was to get down to the beach. And, um, yeah, I went to the end, and I applied to more restaurants and bars and stuff like that. I didn't get a, and again, didn't get a response. And but, Oh, I also forgot to mention that I couldn't get a library card because I wasn't a, a Florida citizen or whatever. A Flor- resident, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a resident, so I couldn't get a library card. So I forgot... Some of the, I ended up finding some way to print out a bunch of stuff on the computer, my resume. I forgot how, because I remember I used to ride my bike to the library to just study, look up jobs on my computer and stuff like that, on my laptop, and that was annoying too. There was just a lot of obstacles. Anyway, I went down to the beach, applied to a bunch of jobs, and I, it was nice. At night, I remember that day, I called my sister, and I was saying, yeah... I'm trying to look for jobs and stuff, not going good. And I end up writing back, and then <laughs> this is the story, the origin story. It's going to be long, man. There's some, a lot of shit happened these four years, but I remember this is kind of one of the funniest stuff, th- things that happened to me in Florida. Um, Did I tell you about the black Israelites mm-hmm. that I met? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. So I can't, I was looking for jobs, I can, and it's, by the way, an, an hour away bike ride to my apartment. So I had to ride all the way back. And at night... And that city, by the way, it's a it's kind of a yuppie city, or a yuppie town. It's not too big, not too small. Good weather, n- nice near the beach, like a lot of Florida cities. Nice restaurants. The the whole town is like lit up at night, and you can see the beach and the palm trees and the moon. Very nice. And I came back, and it's just like it gets a lot ghetto ghettoer that area. So I, I saw a bunch of people in like robes and stuff, and I was like. Who are these people in robes? And I was like, and before that, some random dude has just asked me, hey, can I use your, can I use your phone? I just need to use your phone. It's like, nope. And I just like went super quick on my bike. And then I ran into these people in robes. I'm like, it's like, hey, man, you, you want to be part of our, our group? And I was like, because, you know, only certain races are going are, are gonna to survive the race war. I'm like, certain races, including my race? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah man you should uh the true israelites are uh, african or something and i was like what i didn't even knew i didn't care about any of this stuff i just wanted to go home and this guy was like kind of like talking to me because he was right in front of the street with his group and his signs at that time he's like what are you doing it's midnight by this time no around eleven fifty. yeah and he's like He's telling me about all this crazy stuff about his Bible and or Talmud or whatever. And I was like, dude, I just want to go home. He's like, I want to just respectfully decline. And I forgot what I ended up telling him. I started, I kind of lied about 
some some stuff, and then I just like drove off because it was kind of weird. Yeah, just yeah. So anyway, a few weeks later, and I, yeah, I never I waited for a call back from any of those places, and I never ended up getting a call. <laughs> so I ended up working. By the way, oh, now I remember what happened. I ended up working. I ended up getting a job because I went to this place. I went to this place called Synergy Solutions or something. Nice building. It was in the weirder part of that city. Not even that. It wasn't the yuppie city anymore. It was another city farther away, and I had to take the train to this city. And my my family, some of the cousins and stuff were telling me, yeah, man, you go into that area, you better watch out not to get popped because that was where the, where the interview was. And I went there. And I remember that it was a weird, it was like a Wolf of Wall Street place. Very scammy, very weird. It had some weird vibes. I, I didn't even know too much about it. Because I, you know, I was, st- at that time, I, I didn't want to, I eventually wanted to study something else other than ling- linguistics. Because I did a transfer degree, right? But I could use a transfer degree to maybe to study some other subject. So I was like interested in engineering and science. And I go to this fucking um, um, Sunergy Solutions place, which is like, oh, solar technology? I can dig it, you know? I think that's going to change the world. I think it's interesting. I think it's maybe I can eventually work my way up and then do something like that with um with um solar technology and stuff like that cuz I was also a fan of Elon Musk at that time, right? My uh ec- economics professor was telling me well, not economics professor, but somebody who I admired and he told me about Elon Musk and I was like, "Hmm, Solar City, all that stuff." Good. It sounds good to me. So I went there. And this, like, really short, stocky Italian dude, when I went up, it was just so freaking weird. It was just, it was like a call center for, like, I don't know if it was scammed or, or something. I didn't know what to think. Like, wait a minute. What, what, how is this, like, a, te- a solar energy, solar solutions technology th- firm if there's a bunch of, like, call centers? And it's, like, a weird, like, like cubicles and stuff with phones. I'm like... Hmm, there's something off. I had that lizard sensation going off in my head. I'm like, hmm, I really need a job, dude. I don't care what it is. Then this um, this guy is yelling at somebody, and that I forgot what he was yelling about. And I think he fired somebody, one of the big bosses. And he's like, I'm here for the interview. That's what I told him. He's like, you're here for the interview? All right, do you want the job or not? <laughs> That's literally what he said. I am not fucking joking. He said this. Like, yeah, you're here for the interview. You want to work here? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, you got the job. <laughs> I think he had fired somebody for some, yeah, not, not even joking. He was in a fucking baggy suit. And and then some guy, like, there was some person, I guess, like, they were on the phone call and they got a sale or something. And then just, like, they hit a gong or something. It was, like, Wolf of Wall Street level. Mm. And then I'm like, hmm, what am I getting myself into? Because <laughs> I wasn't thinking about, like, the Florida man and all that shit. I, all these memes, I feel like it came later. So I'm like, hmm, something off. So I accepted the job. And then I ended up wa- working there for, like, a few days. Right? And it turns out, yeah, it was scammy. We were soliciting people's co- – we were pretty much soliciting people and then ta- calling them and stuff like that and, like, asking, hey, there's, like, a free incentive or something, right, for, like, solar technology in your state that you qualify for. And if you want, you we have to, tra- you know, we have to press them on it, right? 
and then we had that we had a script and everything too mm-hmm. on what response like hey i don't want solar energy and then you tell him this and tell him that right and then um uh i just thought it was weird i didn't like it it's uh, yeah it's pretty much like a yeah it was all sales center I don't sales call center and then i um yeah it's like and a call center yeah and i don't know if it was real or not I, I assumed it was real at the time. All, but all call centers feel scammy. Yeah, it felt scammy. Maybe the t- I, it's probably real, but maybe that's just th- the the vibe that call centers have because you're you're being scam. You're not being real with them. You're going off of a script. There's all these yeah things to transfer to them. Say. And you if you tra- transfer them to like sales, let's say. And if you you gotta transfer them, and when you transfer them, they talk to this person, and then um. The, the salesman, the actual salesman. Yeah, yeah. And the salesman sells it. And then if you get a sale, you get a commission, good commission. But for, and then, I'd w- yeah, I just didn't feel right about it. And it's funny that the first day I remember some guy quit. Well, yeah, because there's a reason call centers are kind of notorious. It's like very mundane. And you're just like, it's... Phone ends, new call comes, right? And I feel like you're soliciting too, because it's like I didn't know too much about whether or not this incentive was real, about because apparently no, I'm sure it is. It's probably it's like a Do you, they were pushing that for a while. Same, you can get like tax rebates. Same, yeah. Before so, for like before, if you bought a Tesla, you can get so much money back. Yeah, something like that. But at the time, I didn't really look into it. But it still felt scammy, so I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't trust it. But the Anyway, I, I, I had talked to some of the people, right? And some of them were there for years. Some people said, yeah, I've been here for years. Right? I don't know how you work at a call center for that long. And then it's, uh, there was another brutal work. An, another old dude also was there. And it's funny because I remember this, the, the one of like the main managers or whatever. Her name was like Sophie or something. Sophie Sapphire. I forgot her name. What was it? She was blonde. She was, she was, pretty, she was pretty cute. She was good-looking girl and she told me like I, for, I think she noticed the weakness in me and she's just like hey if you like if there's something you gotta tell me you gotta tell me right and i was just like <laughs> and then it's funny I'm like okay and then like the next then like that day i, I quit and then <laughs> i remember that i went down the elevator that that place and it's just like the, some dude's kind of a douchebag and it's like yeah screw this place and then, yeah, that was the story of it. This the Sunder Sundergy. I think that was what it was called, Sundergy Solutions or something. I don't remember. If they ever, You're probably one of those companies that formed just around like the incentives for solar energy. For solar energy. Yeah, because I I know they were for everything they sold. They got a pretty fat kickback too, as a company. Yeah, I, I just don't think they they weren't involved. They were just involved with selling it. The whole business. And, and oh, I remember too, but when I was in Florida, I was looking for so many some tutoring jobs. I wanted to te- tutor Spanish. I wanted to tutor, um, I wanted to tutor um, maybe some of the German I knew because I was, uh, at that time I knew some good German because I was planning on going to Germany and going to the school to um, learn either engineering or physics, something like that. Never, still now, I haven't gotten a, haven't gone there to apply or anything after all these years should but um i was looking for something that would be intellectually stimulating as a job for the an entry level that's why i was looking for something to do with medicine solar energy or 
teaching. And I had this project too about something to do with the, we, and I studied and I kept doing that, by the way, in Qingdao, that project I was talking about, this like book I had and I was wanted to do a research paper on cognitive neuroscience and, and related to AI and then st- uh, this weird project that I had, right? But anyway, I don't want to make you fall asleep. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But yeah, I also never got a job from those those um, tutoring places. Well, I did, but but um, I forgot why I didn't want to do it because I think it was too far, and I I would I would need to have co- uh, yeah I would have needed a car, so that that was out of the question. I didn't have a car. I didn't know anybody who could like lend me a car. The train didn't reach there, I guess. And um, I ended up working yeah at that um. At the ice cream place. I remember there was, funny enough, there was this Puerto Rican guy. He was really energetic. And yeah, it was just fucking terrible. The ice cream place. And then that's where the story starts beginning. I remember I was texting you. I forgot why. I was texting you about something. I don't remember either. But I remember you ended up texting me about about what, how you were in Qingdao. And I was thinking about, oh shit, you actually went there. Because you know, I remember we were both in... The Chinese class. We were in Chinese, um, were two and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then three was the highest level that they had there. And I was like, hmm, man, I never thought of going to China, even though I was, I wanted to go to Germany. I was like, hmm, that's cool. And then I forgot what you said, because I was telling you a thing about this teaching, tutoring, and all this like, kind of the I project was, I, I had. I was like, you can come here. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you told me that you that there, you told me that there was like homestead programs over there, right? Like Did some kind of like program where it's like you can go there and then live with the family and stuff like that. Oh, homestay, homestay, homestay. Mm-hmm. And then I was funny enough. I remember we had this talk while I was um, studying German at there was a, I was at my cousin's university and we were you were texting me. I was just playing fucking ping uh, ping pong or pool just out and I still hadn't didn't have a job. That's no, I no, I still had that damn ice cream job that I had for like a, I think a month. Stupid fucking job. And I was just, yeah, drinking. Was I drinking? I don't know about that. I was just with my cousin. Serving scoops. Serving. Yeah, I hated I hated fucking scooping ice cream. I just wasn't good at it. And then not only that, I didn't really. Actually, I was a dishwasher specifically. I was a dishwasher and I was um, cleaning dishes and a lot of it was pretty gross and stuff. And then there was funny that there was like a very philosophical co-worker I had. He was, I think he was Native American. And he was just talking about his, his like his life goal and stuff. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't plan on staying here. No, I have dreams. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have dreams." I think it's weirder if he said the opposite. Like, <laughs> this is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> if he said, "No, I like it here. I this is never, my dream. I will never I, leave. What more do I need?" <laughs> I li- <laughs> yeah, he's like, "There's ice cream. I scoop it." <laughs> yeah. And then another Puerto Rican guy like, yeah, I've been here for like three years and uh, I hate it here, but whatever, I get money. And then this other girl who was in, I think she was, her name was Michaela. I remember the coworker. Hey, Michaela, if you hear this, hope I'm a podcaster now. <laughs> and she was like, she was trying to uplift me too and stuff like that. Some of the coworkers weren't bad. The 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 um, funny enough, the uh, the manager was not bad at all. But I just. I couldn't see myself doing that. I wanted to do this other stuff, but they were, weren't. They didn't want to receive my my uh, 
well, I remember that also the I was trying to apply to all these jobs, but there was like a weird middleman where you had to like they get like twenty percent of their earnings, and you can't do cash, and that's the only because I was looking. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Around that area, that it sounds was like some Florida stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Florida, huh? So that's why I didn't get it. Florida and, might be the China of the U.S. because <laughs> <laughs> all the weird scammy stuff that happened in China, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's for a whole new episode. All this stuff in China, but we'll just talk about. We'll, anyway, um, let me get back to my train of thought. Yeah, I, I, now I remembered now because I got the metacognition. I was remembering. It just came back to me why I didn't get it too. Because that's weird freaking, like, there was some weird middleman where they couldn't, like, give you the, uh, okay, all, it was, like, pretty much I was on Craigslist. And all these jobs were, like, sponsored by this, like, company where it's, like, yeah, we have to take, like, 15% of, like, <laughs> your check or something if you want to take this job. And they can only, you can only do the transactions, you can only do the teaching through this, like, website or something like that. I don't remember, but I remember it's like, man, I'm not going to make money with this then. And I won't be able to sustain myself in this apartment. You know, it's not worth it. Cause everything was like through this website. Every Everything I was looking for, I was like, hmm, can I? And I was thinking of just putting flyers all over the, because this is how I wanted, I, I wanted to do it. Or maybe I can just do an informal thing where maybe someone can t contact me and I can go tutor their kid, right? In Spanish or English or one of the any of the languages I, I had known at that time. That's how I, I thought it would it would have gone down, you know. And because I thought I would, I, I tutored I think people over there at the at the community college that helped a lot of people and they passed their their classes due to my help. Uh, some of their papers I had helped them with, so I had a little experience and I was interested in language and its connection to all uh, to AI and this because the project and whatever. But anyway, yeah, that didn't work out. And then, yeah, you texted me, and then you you end up offering me, yeah, let's go. I think you said I forgot what you said. You texted me, yeah, just go to China, come here. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? And I was like, I thought you were joking too. I thought you were messing with me because I knew you were kind of sarcastic when we were like at Chinese class. Not sarcastic, but you know, you kind of made jokes here and there. I don't, I don't joke about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I was just how do I say? It? I was like kind of like Sean. But I didn't, I can tell you from my perspective, it was like an honest offer, but I didn't think you would actually like take it. <laughs> if you get what I mean. No, but I was like, <laughs> was you like, told me that too, by the way, when I went there, I was like, wait, yeah. you came here. Yeah. And then I feel like, I swear it was like, it was like in two steps. Like it was like, yeah, you can come, you come, you can stay at my place. And then the next thing I remember, I'm here and I'm like. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how That's hilarious. It was, it was, I feel like there was no conversation. Oh, between you know why? I remember now because I was like, I was think I didn't tell you because I was like thinking about it. Because like, damn, man, do I really want to go? Because I can just take, you know, stay here, grind for a lot more. Because I was paying, being paid a shit amount of floor in the of Florida, and the ticket was expensive to mm. Germany, right? And I was like, I had to stay here a few more months to get that money. Yeah, we talked. I know we talked a bit more. I just don't remember like the in between that much. So it it just seemed like yeah, there's hey, no in between. No, I remember that's why. <laughs> if you wanted to know why there was no in between, because that's why. Because I was like, I had an existential crisis. I'm like, wait, because I because I because before the reason why I was also like I didn't really talk to you, talk to you because um there was this T-Mobile place 
that I was going to work at. And I'm like, hmm, you know what? Good benefits, good pay. The people seem nice. And they're like, yeah. And they, they seemed excited to like, hire me on, right? And I would have stayed in Florida if it was for that because I actually got a good vibe from it. Not too far. I feel like I remember you telling me about that. And then T-Mobile didn't work out either. Funny enough, I, <laughs> yeah, T-Mobile never worked out. I think I applied a second time so in another location. I think you told me about that. Yeah, T-Mobile just didn't work out. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to China. <laughs> That's what I remember. Fuck it. I'm going to China. It was, yeah. And That's, then it was just like, hey, here. <laughs> yes. So then, yeah, let's skip to it. Let's go to China. All the, So once, okay, I'm in China. It's around May. I remember it. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I'll I'll talk about the first. Inc- how, how are we going to talk about China? Because China is. How about this? I'll talk about the first day. That's all I'm going to talk about. And then the only reason I'm bringing up China right now is because it's really the beginning of the podcast there. Yeah. But I'm not going to talk too much about China. Yeah. 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 Well, that's for later episodes. That's an insane. That's an insane. Of uh, <laughs> yeah. Because this cannot be one episode. This has to be a whole a whole different arc. It has to be fillers. Because. Anyway, because a lot of the stuff that happened in China is not related to what we want to talk about. The stories, the interpretations, all these, the, all these st- stuff to do with philosophy and technology and all that. Nothing to do with it. But it's good fillers, good for fun. Maybe we can have a different channel on it. And anyway, first day in China. I remember it was like, it was a rainy day. And not even joking, it's so corny. It was like, yeah, it's a rainy day. And I'm like, wow, I'm in China. I remember it was like really kind of foggy and stuff. It's like weird country. It's kind of foggy, kind of polluted. Of course, we, I had known that China was really polluted. So I'm like, I'm sure I didn't think pollution. it was, but I didn't think it was that polluted. Like I living, know, it would get bad. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, this is China, and it's a nice, nice airport. A lot of tall skyscrapers and stuff like that with all the characters, and I'd recognize some of them too. Shandong, um, Feiji, something. Something like that. That was the airport's name. And then I was like, damn, I took it. You, you bought the cab for me. I remember that. You bought it for me. And so I, it could take you to take me to your apartment. And then I was like, damn, I'm going to. It's funny because my aunt, my well, not my aunt, my, one of my one of my family members was like, yeah, just be careful you don't get trafficked. <laughs> she said that to me. She's like. Before that, I was remembering that conversation. Oh, she that told I was going to travel. Yes. Because <laughs> she, she, she was against it. She was against it. And especially because she didn't know that I quit from my job. If she had known, she would have been pissed because I never told her. Even till now, I never told her. Mm-hmm. And then like I was like at my cousin's place. And I, like, I had like snuck into like... She was wondering why I was always there. Right? Because I, I didn't work. Because for like... I quit the job right after I had like the enough money for the ticket to China, which was like $600. Oh, let's start there. Actually, let's not go straight to the, to that part of the story. Cause actually I got to talk about that. I know it's a lot of details, but yeah, that was the shittiest flight ever. Cause I got on the cheapest fucking ticket after I quit uh, my job. The, uh, yeah. It was it like t- how many hours total? It's fucking horrendous. Like 30 something. Hours. More than forty. More than forty. You know, it, it was dirt cheap that ticket. I think I and remember. I was, you I was telling me. desperate as shit. I didn't want to get the first class. I mean, I didn't want to get a normal seat. I just wanted whatever was cheapest. I'm like, guess what? I got the ticket, and I showed you. And I remember what it was. It was now. it was Florida to Texas, Texas to California, California to where'd you go? Taipei. Taipei. Taipei to Beijing. Beijing. <laughs> 
Qingdao. To Qingdao. That was fucking grueling, dude. That's horrendous, man. The longest <laughs> I did was like 27, maybe, and I was like, never again. And you know what? 40. Oh, my God. I and when I was in Taiwan, I actually liked it because it was like kind of humid and stuff. People were very different than Chinese people. They were very... They are. They felt like Japanese. People, people who, if you've been, if you haven't been to both, it's hard to understand, but they're very different. They're different. Very they were different. a lot like... When Much I went, more like Japanese. Japanese. There's almost. a very strong Japanese influence in Taiwan. Yeah, like, very different. And I remember I had a nice um, due to yeah Japan. The colonization, yeah, colonized, yeah. But mm-hmm. you can feel it in the people. Yeah, lot. yeah. That's not important. But I, uh, it's funny because I'm filling in the gaps after all, after all the all these years. Now I remember. Yeah, I had gone to yeah. Th- oh, that was a really rough freaking re- flight. It was the worst. Going yeah. back back to the U.S. was a lot better. It was just uh, Qingdao, Japan. Japan, my city. The, the pretty, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later, all that other, well, after I'd left, because that's also important to the podcast story. But anyway, yeah, I was there for like, yeah, I, went, I go to your apartment. I was like thinking, man, man, this guy gonna, maybe I don't, maybe I don't know real, the real deal. Maybe maybe he is a, an assassin or some working with triad or some shit. What did I have done? What have I done? He's like, here, have a drink. Get thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> you look thirsty. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I have a glass. Because you know, you. my 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 aunt was. Yeah, it was my aunt. She was getting me really paranoid. She was asking like, like, who is he? Who is he to you? Is he your friend? He's your friend from college. But what, what was he? Yeah, the, you've only known him for a little bit. How do you know who who really is? Right? Why is he there? What's he doing? And I was like, I'm leaving. And I didn't even tell my dad by the or my mom. I just left. <laughs> I wish I would have greeted you with the glass and be like, you look thirsty. <laughs> Drink this. And I remember I, what, what I, fir- I remember the first memory when I went to your apartment was, um, it was like a, well, it wasn't a studio, but you had a very a minimalistic apartment. And I was, was like, one, hmm. one that's bedroom. what scared me too, because it was so minimalist. I'm like, wait a minute. This is like an apartment that kidnapped people and stuff? like a typical chinese apartment yeah but it, it was by the beach and then that was nice i'm like hmm can't be like that bad right and i was like i remember the first thing is you i forgot what i told you when i first went there it's like holy shit you're actually here did you say that what did you what do we say uh, what was our conversation about uh, yeah but it was something like oh you're, you're here man you really well uh, something like i didn't think you'd come <laughs> that's literally what it yeah i i i I'm dead serious when I felt like it was like, hey, yeah, you just come to China. And then just come <laughs> the next like, day. Hey. Oh, you're here. It really felt like that. Yeah, right. right. I was just, when you put somebody, when you put an animal in a corner, they'll do anything. That that was me. The fucking ice cream shop just broke me. <laughs> now I have, every time I go there, I'm probably going to have fucking nightmares. Nightmare disorder. Yeah. But I, I understood situation in china enough that like it would otherwise i wouldn't have invited you i was like hey it'll be fine no matter what yeah and i remember i was telling you it can never be that bad it can never fail that bad i knew that much and i was telling you about me wanting kind of my project and me trying to learn more about linguistics and language and the brain and all that and i was really interested in that correlation and stuff Mm -hmm. and that maybe teaching would help me because i wanted to teach and i actually yeah i remember that i was like yeah and I was really into it. And I, did, I think I was a good teacher and I did... Well, my students liked me. Well, one of them liked me too much. Yeah, Chinese, she kids, Chinese kids are fine. Oh, you mean... One of my students. 
Oh, you mean the yeah? Where she was at the she was the when I was teaching Spanish at like the high school level. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's funny because all of them thought I was old, even though I was their age. That was an interesting job. Yeah, I, it's kind of cool that you got that. Well, because the guy from Spain, he just quit and he's left. Yeah, just re- the is it red beard? <laughs> yeah, red beard. Yeah, ginger beard. <laughs> ginger beard. <laughs> that guy, he popped up. And but they really like, and they really liked my, my. I think they they enjoyed it because I made it fun because I had talked about like, oh, that's just. I don't. I don't want to have a train of thought that. But whatever. It's the first episode. Fuck the rules. Fuck the rules from the whatever we learned in the YouTube videos. I don't care because this is kind of important integral or the origin story but anyway yeah i I remember i was teaching them greek or roman the um um cognates you know the common like you know there's cognates in the european language families especially latin languages they're all they're all the same like for example what what was i teaching them like like greek and latin stems greek and latin stems that correlate in different romance languages they really enjoyed that. I always taught them about that in stories and made it interactive and fun. Yeah, they really liked me. So anyway, I think you were you were in your your lane there. I was in my lane versus all the other teaching experiences that was like most ideal for you. Yeah, and I and I only I taught them in Spanish, which was good, and Castilian, because they were learning European Spanish. So where my mom fr- mom is from, the it's kind of similar to the. Um, the um, it's like Andalusian Spanish, so Cast- very similar to regular Castilian, right? But anyway, yeah, I was teaching them in Spanish and all that, and they were really excited to go and spit to Spain and all that because it was a, what what it did was that language um school prepared them to go to Spain or Germany and stuff like that, and yeah, it was good times. I actually really liked that job, yeah, and they were really cool um students, and um, anyway, let's move on to. Yeah, I, that's where we're going to end this part about China because all the stuff that happened from there, from the, from the time I met you, from the time I met you, by the way, I remember we went to 7-Eleven and you told me about the, that's my first memory, the rat, the rat meat. <laughs> he told me, I was like, hmm, this is tasty. And it was like a oh, Ming, I made that okay. it was a Ming, a Ming Pao. <laughs> it was like the, uh, uh, the Baozi? Baozi. Baozi. It was Baozi. Baozi, which is with beef, beef like dumpling. And I was like, man, this is really tasty. And I was really hungry from the, the airplane. You're like, you like it, rat meat. It's like, what? My aunt was right. <laughs> You're doing something. You probably laced it with poison. You feeling tired? Lay down. <laughs> In the <laughs> and, tub. And then we went to like, <laughs> I remember it was so like weird because we went to seven the Chinese version of 7-Eleven. Yeah, 7-Eleven is different overseas. Anywhere you go, really. In yeah. Any other country. But it just felt like weird. It's like, damn, I'm in a different country. I'm like, I'm a foreigner, and then I'm with you. And then I, we had gone to college, like, what was it, a few years before that? Like, mm-hmm. was it one or two years? Yeah, at least a couple. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was crazy. But anyway, all this stuff, all the crazy stuff, the illegal stuff, the the, the fights we almost got into, the fights our friends almost got into and got into, the blood, tears, and sweat, the romance, all that. We're not going to talk about this in this podcast. We're going to move because let's move on to like what happened after it. Because 2016 ends. I come back to the U.S. and my city. And then this is where the podcast developed. Because, by the way, during that time in the past in China, at one point, 
with all the adventurous shit we did too, we, we did, we were going, we had these weird encounters and stuff like that. We weren't going, to, we weren't doing a lot of stuff. Um, we decided we, we should have done a podcast. We, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about a podcast and YouTube. The idea, the initial yeah, idea. The seed was there. The, the seed, seed was there from China. Mm-hmm. Because before then, I never... I had never thought about doing anything because I was always a passive YouTube YouTube user. I think it was because like so much was happening all the time, and it was like I'm sorry, so much was happening all the time to the point it was like we want to talk about it. And get yeah, because some there. stuff I, I like, especially the do you like pizza guy? There was Nishihuan Pizza Ma. That guy, all the crazy because I had also interacted with weird people too when I went to like. The capital of China, the old capital, where the first emperor, you know, where he lived. Mm-hmm. It's crazy stuff that happened there. Crazy stuff, and, and yeah. I was only there for six months that, on the student visa. Yeah, that was that was the seed for sure. It came just from the experiences and wanting to talk about it. Yeah, because I mean, funny enough, I, before that, I never had any really real travel experience because I had gone to South America after high school. I finished high school around like two thousand fifteen, something like sixteen. Yeah, it was. I had some good times, but I was with my one with my mom. We were it's just visiting. It's different, yeah. It's not the same, and you don't have that freedom, and you're not alone. Mm-hmm. So that that's that was why it's different. But um, enough of that. Um, yeah, that was a seed because also, um, I was I, w- I was watching a lot of YouTubers because I had a lot of time when I, because you know, like I said, I didn't have a job for a lot of the time in Florida, so I watched a lot of YouTube. And before that, I always always w- uh, was a YouTube um, watcher, a passive observer, if you know what I mean. And I n- wasn't a part of anything. So I guess in China, I was like, maybe it's time to start something active, you know? Like some kind of journal in a way. Because, you know, I was into journaling for a lot of my times. When I was in high school and all that, I was like journaling experiences and thoughts. And I still have them. Maybe we can even go over them on the podcast. But I had, a, yeah, journals, a lot of journals. And I was like, why don't we make a audio journal? Because in 2016, podcasts were not, how how popular were they? I mean, I know they were really popular because Joe Rogan was still, you know, his his better episodes, really. I wasn't even wa- watching Joe Rogan at that time. But, um, yeah, there was that seed there. So any, anyway, let's, let's cut the... Crap, and then I go back to the U.S. And then there was a kind of another seed, kind of the last nail in the coffin. When I got the job with um, one of the uh, the airport I'm at, and I, it was a kind of a job where I actually didn't have airport benefits, fl- flight reduced flights, which kind of sucked because it was a third party. But I was um, practicing my German still. I practiced a lot of German. And I was interacting with customers and stuff like that. But then I just realized we're in a, you know, that was another kind of nail to the coffin to start the podcast. I quit like just February something. Uh, I just, it was the last straw. I just had to focus on my own goals and projects and stuff like that. And I decided, you know what? Then the pandemic started and you came back after all those years from China. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's how it started, really. And then, we, uh, and by the way, uh, maybe one day I'll talk about that experience because shitty. Not, I wasn't a bad job. It was a good job. Good coworkers. 
just I just realized I was more of an autonomous person at that time. Maybe China had an effect on me. The autonomy I I had autonomy and independence. So yeah, there was something about that. I was like, hmm, that was missing that I wanted again. And hopefully we can ha- have that with this project right now. Because this is kind of an experiment in a sense for different things in the mm-hmm. future. And hopefully we can make, I mean, it'd be crazy if we could make a living off it and support ourselves. But we have other stuff going on. But um, yeah, um, that was the last stone. And then the, let's end this, end this podcast with the last few parts. The few things that kind of arose to that. The whole pandemic really is the reason why we also did the podcast. Before that, I kn- well, you had gotten equipment prior to me. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I think it was yeah, I bought it while I was working at the at the um at my airport job, and I had the idea that I so want yeah, you. You had pretty much a setup for yourself. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. It was a micro, micro USB. Uh, it was a Ye- Blue Yeti. Now I remember. It was a Blue uh, Yeti. I, oh, no, 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 no. Because actually, no, I was a part of that. I was with you when you got that. Yeah, but we you were on you were doing something else though when, here. Yeah, yeah, wait. No, no, now I'm thinking back. What was going on in my head during No, that no, cuz you had no. I think remember you came back to China for like to that visit. That was when I was visiting. You visited. So there was another part actually that we missed. Oh, another gap to the origin story. Yeah, Funny enough. Yeah, this was uh prior to the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, 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 you had come and I visited. I came back to visit. We're just hanging out and I forgot exactly why. I think you would was it a podcast idea you were talking about or something else? It was related more to school. I wanted to talk about science stuff. Yeah, something along those lines. And it was like, okay, like we went to Best Buy. I, think. I didn't even know. Here's the thing. I didn't even know what I wanted to talk about. I had just used it and stuff like that. But like, we, we went, yeah. So there, but that was unrelated to like, maybe I also said, oh, that's cool. I would want to do something like that too. Maybe. I don't remember. And we and I remember we talked about how we in China in 2016, we wanted that we had that idea. I think yeah, yeah, no, yeah, kind of that and idea came back. I be, do remember because we were talking about how, and by the way, we were bringing up Serpenza and Lawa and all that because we you know I had listened mm-hmm. to those people before I went to China. I was preparing myself mentally mm-hmm. to like mitigate the cultural shock, so I listened to them before I went to um, China, and it was it was interesting. Then mm-hmm. that's another reason why I was interested too. That and plus I've been, always been a YouTube person. I've been active since yes, long time. Yeah, and then I go back to China. Then I come back, and then it's a pandemic situation. Yeah, after you, yeah, yeah. At after that point, it was the airport job. You had the setup already for yourself. I had another one, a dynamic mic. Yeah, a new yeah. Because the because the new yeah, setup. Because the Blue Yeti, damn, it was not good. I my room, it was at my parents' house. It was. I could Picking hear every too much noise. I could yeah. hear everything she said, and she was watching her freaking shows and stuff. And I was like, her ro- rom- tur- yeah, Turkish romance show. I don't know what the <laughs> hell she was watching. <laughs> yeah, and she was just like, ah, oh, da, da, da. and it's like, damn, I can hear everything. Mm. And I was like, I need to get a new mic. It would have been the same here. It's just one of these houses where, yeah, you can hear we're lucky. People in the other, we're room. lucky. Your your mom's not here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But even just like TVs, sometimes you can just hear it. Yeah, that's why the dynamic mic. And I had mm-hmm. n- and I I knew I wanted to do something creative, creative, and also you know. Like so 
you you took that first leap actually prior to me, and then I just ended up being back here. Yeah, due to the pandemic, it, it, it was a protocol. I came, I came back to for holiday. Really, I expected to go back, and then flights and things getting canceled and restrictions put in place, the travel bans, all that. And it's like, okay, now you did it. And I guess for for me, you having this setup was inspiration enough that okay i can do the same and then yeah. we can put this together but still we didn't have an idea we had had so many ideas but we, we, we really didn't but it was i guess the there was the momentum <laughs> the momentum was there enough so yeah. that i was like yes i'm gonna do this and okay we it's funny enough because we we talked about a podcast funny enough we had the equipment before we even came up with the name yeah, yeah which yeah. is weird because most most people have their ideas what they want to talk about their goals who they want to collaborate with, all that stuff right before. And I was like, whoop, nope, I got We just were like, we're going to do this and kind of figure it out. We'll frig- and it's funny because we're still figuring it out as we go. Yes, but okay, problems. We want to talk about the problems that yeah, we face. Yeah, that was a problem, funny enough, the, the, so, the coronavirus. Because I, and I told you, by the way, yeah, this is going to, you're not going to go back to China. This is going to be a pandemic. So and that's... Yeah, and I was just like, I kind of knew. Kinda yeah, knew. You, you felt something because there is something we. A lot of political stuff going on. Yeah. A lot of stuff with the WHO. Well, I knew actually, but I kind of had an idea even before I left. Because to be it, honest, we'll talk about that later. We don't. We don't have to get into that. Yeah. But um, but uh, just ordering stuff was yeah, hell. The for you, that's all you. The I had all the stuff. Supply. Everyone, I think at that point wanted a podcast. Like, it was a podcast surge. <laughs> Let's all start a podcast. Maybe they're um watching the those YouTube videos talking about how the greatest minds created their you know arts during the po- the quarantine. Did you know that? Like yeah, Shakespeare, yeah. Shakespeare, Newton, the Black Plague had Wait, them. It might that might not have even been the biggest thing. It might have been more so just the supply chains were yeah, so yeah. strained. Where like. They're selling at the normal rate, and then like, okay, now we can't source materials or parts and stuff like that. There's no way, like, things just got shut. Everything was closed. So it's like, they're just waiting, waiting, waiting. So, I mean, you got the arm, you got the pop filter, you got the microphone, shock mount. The headphones. The mixer, headphones. And the pop filter sucked, too. Nothing was available, like easily available it's like oops nothing you gotta wait a month absolutely nothing so trying to buy eventually you're looking at all these like normal websites i sold out you can put up on an email list um eventually i'm like okay i'll just go to ebay so i'm like you went to a lot of crazy sites picking together these orders to kind of make it work to get what i want and not really wanting to settle or compromise so eventually i was able to figure it out Certain things like the mixer, no, that was tough. Unless you wanted to pay like 30% over retail price. And that's and crazy because that not y- about to do that. I remember we got the mixer and then it ended up and having then, a bunch yeah. of stuff on there. Like, And then yeah, well, the mixer took like a month just to get. A lot of spicy content. Yes. Finally get it. Then not only did it have spicy content, spicy content pre-downloaded onto the, the buttons. Yeah. But it just it there was a problem. Just this didn't some work. Technical problem. So it wasn't working. The mics we could not get like audio, like the sound. That was a huge um, hurdle. And so it was like. Oh, then we had to. I'm wait. thinking because you don't know what the problem is and until we tried it with your uh, 
it was my uh, pre. Uh, we tried it with your preamp. Preamp, yeah. And it was like, okay, it's working on here, so it's got to be the mixer that's the issue. Yeah, so and also the cords didn't help either because they were really and long. The cords were and, really and long uh, and low quality. Yeah, and then we, yeah, we got the cords. We we went all the way to Guitar Center. It was an adventure game. It was, we yeah, had a, it was a lot of scrambling around trying we, to solve things in the most efficient way possible, but there was really no way <laughs> to figure it out. We just had to wait too. We just had to wait. And by the way, some of the stuff we didn't, we barely like went on YouTube. We kind of figured it all all on our own because the YouTube some of the tutorials were not that helpful. No, not really at all. Really? It's, it's just, point. yeah. You kind of just figure it out on your own, just like play with it. Yeah. Because yeah. we had played with it. And we some of the videos were a little just helpful, I exactly. guess. Exactly. And I ended up buying a part I did not even need. A yeah, very the expensive the part. Cl- the, cloud, <laughs> the cloud filter that costs like 300 bucks. We another part, which I didn't even need. And we, so. yeah. And then now we can't even sell it. And, they, and that's where the seller kind of screwed me over. That's a whole other thing. Screw that guy. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So it took very and the long. arms and also the we before that we didn't how, how before the arms what did we even use? You had a stand. I had, a stand. I had nothing. I just got it all together. Oh, you got the arm. Yeah, that's and then I got an arm after. And then it. you got the arm afterwards. Yeah, just because it, it fits the little makeshift studio that we have going on. And yeah, we don't have a studio. We have a well, it's our, our studio. Yeah, we will call it that. It's a makeshift studio. Yeah, hopefully it works. Yeah, what. Well, Donate to Patreon so we can get. <laughs> so right. we can, I think subscribe. Subscribe store. store. Actually, no subscribe store because of Patreon all that. Patreon might, uh, you know, they they like cancel us because we're gonna be we keep might people be from their platform because wrong think wrong think yeah, yeah. we were too spicy sorry so I don't want it we're too to audacious like or support that that's why we didn't start on YouTube too because yeah we're obviously but the a idea lot of stuff for me it's like really okay there's YouTube. This is a whole other topic. Which oh, we'll get to don't before. get! I don't want to get you on YouTube. No, let's not talk. I, I'm sorry. I even talked about YouTube because you, it's already you triggering. Up, I have all these stoicism, ideas. my friend. My, Control your emotions, if young you, Jedi. My strategy for podcasting, but that's another thing. I won't talk about that now. Yeah, that's like some of my the, strategy for growing as a podcast. I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um. Anyway, let's get back to the some of the the technical difficulties. But. Yeah, I but mean. Also, another stuff we, by the way, that we didn't mention was kind of the reason why we. Were, it's funny because I remember when we were talking about ideas we had that we w- wish we could share with people, like that people don't share because of this kind of cancel culture and censorship and shadow banning, because they're afraid to talk about it or they're gonna be disliked or there's gonna be a lot of hate. There was always those thoughts. Like we had those thoughts and we're like, hmm, we kind of want to talk about it, but we also want to talk about different stuff like philosophy and stuff. So that like was that. the part of keeping anonymous. Yeah, anonymous and privacy and all that. Not saying that we're afraid of somebody like coming to our house because yeah, you if they come to our house, yeah, that's not gonna end well for them. It was more. Until things are maybe more settled or certain, well, I wouldn't care about it as much. But starting out, I would the, I would want to keep it separate. But funny enough, the pandemic was another. Okay, funny enough, it was the really one of the catalysts, one of the events that obviously there was. We talked about it in China, the airport that job had an effect on me. That was another catalyst. Plus, then the pandemic itself was it another was just catalyst. Time. And we had time and we had a lot of ideas and ideas and that's crazy. And even now we still have ideas will. and time. Yeah. So now it's more you got the means to do it. 
Yeah. You do a lot of things. I didn't, I'm, it sucks because I didn't get a stimulus check. I'm just kidding. I didn't want, I don't need one anyway. We're going to have to work our way them uh, work our way there ourselves. I'll get, I'll make my own stimulus check by, I don't know. This, hopefully this, we can find a way. Mm-hmm. I don't get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll find, I'll find a way. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. Start with a weapon. Wine jar cynics. Yeah. Um, we don't have any of those set up yet, actually. <laughs> well, consider this an audio audio diary. If the if it doesn't go well, well, we have to. I have to go back to like some kind of programming or web development. So, or like we talked about today, and maybe if this all goes to, goes to shit, I'm just gonna become a legionnaire, go to move to France. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that today. Uh, we were talking about that today. <laughs> Funny enough, and it's like. I can imagine when I'm going there, it's like, okay, tell us all where you're from. I don't even know why I'm giving a Russian accent. Well, because a lot of the people in the Legionnaires <laughs> apparently are Russian. And it's like, okay, where are you from? What, what, why are you I am <laughs> Amerikansky. It's like, okay, Amerikansky, tell me your name. And I give him my name. And it's like, okay, why are, you, why are you here? Why you would want to join Legionnaire? It's like, because uh, of like Romans, Roman stuff, like Greek stuff. Uh, I was a failed podcaster. <laughs> oh, failed podcaster. Don't worry. You'll feel at home. Many people here are failed podcaster. <laughs> Let me guess. You thought that you were going to make a lot of views because you there was some pandemic and you thought you had great ideas. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody thought that. Everybody thought their idea is worth listening and sharing. Yeah, this is not that talk. <laughs> This is not the, worth that talk. Legionnaires is filled with all failed podcasters. <laughs> they're all, <laughs> they're all failed pos- podcasters. They're like, "Oh, you're a podcaster too. What was yours about? Atheism." But people don't. They're not. They don't understand me. I mean, I got a gold star on Reddit. People don't understand my intelligence and my enlightenment. <laughs> so I became a legionnaire. I can imagine who else. Who's a uh, other fucking TikTok star? It's like, yeah. I mean, like I killed like a. I like killed somebody and then like I got some good views, but then they like never gave me more views after that. It's like, oh, so you fucking murdered somebody. Yeah, but it was for like the, I did it for the vine. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, it's like, yeah, but vine died. So I was like, I went to TikTok and then I started like, maybe I can get like money and stuff. Jake Paul was like, you know, he was an inspiration. And then <laughs> we we were thinking of making sketches. We had so many ideas. We, we by the way, just failed social media personalities yeah yeah failed social media personalities it's really (laughs) fair let me think someone else is like some uh the new generation of legionnaires is just yeah 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 the (laughs) social media personalities yeah they just they just committed crimes and stuff they got in depth just to become like what's happening to this (laughs) and then some guy's missing an arm is like what happened to you why are you legionnaires i'm also a failed youtuber i was doing stunts (laughs) reviews and then some guy was like so yeah, I went into the hood and stuff, and then the hood and the pr- I just pranks some, in the hood. I show. try to do some pranks in the hood, and they're like, they like hurt me and stuff. Like, oh, you must have a story. You're missing an arm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it was a YouTube gone wrong. Yeah, prank. And I you know, and I feel kind of guilty because I put all these like really clickbaity stuff, like gone sexual, gone violent, 2020. But yeah, it actually went gone. It went sexual and violent, and, and my arm's gone now. <laughs> That's why I'm a legionnaire. <laughs> Yeah, so if we uh, fail, we're going to become legionnaires. So you'll find us so whatever doing that crazy stuff. Ideally not what we'd want to do, so please Our, do support. <laughs> yeah, support us or we're going to become legionnaires or go in depth or go insane. 
or become a, I'm gonna become a mountain man and go do philosophical teachings in the woods about the symbolisms of the moon or whatever. I'm gonna save up and buy like a cheap home in Europe and just like live out and try and find some random wife there. <laughs> and have her till the. Field. I love how we. Ha- I love how we have already the the shit we're gonna do when this fails. This podcast. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm gonna go. To, I don't know, become a legionnaire or a mountain man or I don't know, some maybe a uh, kill myself. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna save save up as much as I can and just buy a cheap European home and. See where life takes me. All right, well, what's next? What's next? We we had to talk about something else. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much that's pretty much our origin story. And then also we were gonna talk about the name, but funny enough, I remember the name too. We had talked, we had made the name after we got all the equipment and all this stuff. Yeah, the name it was just going through yeah. a lot of different stuff. We we're gonna call it Diablo's Advocate. Remember that Diablo's Av- Advocate? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or uh, Free Almas. Yeah, something kind of deep with some meaning. Well, something about philosophy, because we, we, I think, well, I, we just, yeah, something had meaning to us. Well, we, there were some ideas that something were, about like, fr- were about related to, yeah, yeah, philosophy thinking. Yeah, so. mostly philosophy, because we had the spiritual freedom yeah. of this age that we're living some in. Some was like more modern yeah. philosophical names, somewhere. Based the Diablo's so Advocate. Yeah, that yeah, that would be more. I, well, uh, that was just like a play on words. And then we 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 did wine barrel cynics. And I remember we had that debate, and then we we're trying to find people, and then like did a mini poll. <laughs> you had a mini poll. We had just talked to everybody we knew. Oh, by by the way, they can reveal who we are, so we might have to kill them. <laughs> yeah, whoever got that text, they they, <laughs> they gotta go. <laughs> yeah, they gotta go. <laughs> They're gonna know where we are. We have to defend it. We gotta cut those lines. We, yeah, they <laughs> can't find. Yeah, otherwise there's gonna be a problem. A part of that includes family. <laughs> <laughs> part of that includes. It's funny, yeah. It's your brother too. We're gonna have to. Yeah, your brother's gonna have to go, man. You asked, it, you asked my brother. Yeah, I asked Dang, your brother. Man, I, I like my brother. I didn't ask your sister though. So your, your sister's fine. Your sister's she, fine. She could live. Yeah, but I asked my friends, so I'm gonna have to Itachi them and just like slaughter the whole <laughs> clan because they know who I am. Oh gosh. I'm about to change my name now. Why do you have to ask my brother, man? Why did you bring him into this? Because <laughs> I, I I value his opinion. Because I always send him memes. Now he's gotta go. All right, all right, all right, all right. So let's get let's get to the point. Let's get to the point. What else were we talking about? Let's because. Oh, and I remember, we also did the segments, too. We did the grapevine segment, because that was all the mock drills we did. We did a bunch of mock drills. But funny enough, the mock drills, a lot of them had problems. Either there was latency issues, either volume issues. Oh, there was a lot of fucking problems. I remember that. Yeah, working through that kind of stuff. It wasn't too bad And this bad weird freaking pop filter sucked, too. The pop filter sucked, and we had to, like, get foam. I think the, in the beginning, it was the mixer that was the issue with that. But also, I think that... I think this the foam is easier because I didn't like how the way the yeah, pop the, filter like kind of it was of like a an attach a pop filter yeah attachment and it kind of it protruded out of course so and we had the circular one the I had a square one that I bought on Amazon I never got my money back yeah, it sucks but yeah the the just what do you call this style it's called the windscreen protector I think wind windscreen foam this this one yeah it's the circular one I don't it's know just the name. You, Pull it over yeah, it's directly like a, it's over like a the hood mic. Almost, yeah. like a hood. And the other yeah. one was square. And it's yeah, awkward. the other one, yeah, it 
was a circular. Mine was circular. And I had a square one. Yeah, and then that didn't but work out. Yeah. And then we had also the other, like we said, we had the organization of Which the episode. should just sell it with this. It's kind of. Yeah. Anyway, another thing about the podcast, the beginning days, was the. Um, a few months ago, remember, um, we did so many mock drills. We actually had episodes. We can release them, but I personally a, a think... A lot of we call them segments, which actually can't be... Re- it's because it's old news. Yeah, right? old news. But we're not really news, so I decided that it doesn't, it doesn't really have to be current stuff. It's whatever we want to talk about, because we're not really news. We're more um, philosophy, tech. Philosophy and tech. Uh, that's what I think. I'd like to be put in there, because we... Yeah, so want to talk to certain philosophers. Easy. You just adjust the. Yeah, for example, like good news, like like positive news. Now more, we'll we'll talk about that later. But the grapevine we had, uh, we we originally wanted to make it news centric, heavy, and we give our cynical opinion about it. So yeah, our cynic yeah, opinion. Actually, most of our what skeptical views. Most of what we practiced was very news heavy. Everything about Jeffrey Epstein, I remember. Yeah. But it, yes, because it was the yeah. thing. It was a thing, and like we're both Galen Maxwell. Galen Maxwell. Both of us were interested in the, the, the story. Yeah, all so of that. Kinda, yeah. But and then from that, it pulled in other news, which maybe we. And we we're given our cynic or cynic viewpoint. Yeah. The and di- then the Diogenes viewpoint. There. There was that. We did a few interviews with uh, people we know. Oh crap! They know who we are. They gotta go. They gotta go. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I we haven't talked to a professor yet who's my physics professor. I want to talk to him, Professor X. We got we have a lot of that's the expansion plan after pretty much the first phase. First phase is going to be um mostly philosophy stuff that I think should be prerequisites for most of the viewers. All the stuff that's to do with stoicism, pragmatism, constitutionalism. And then after that, hopefully we can talk more about the information warfare analysis, everything to do with China and the virus. Not too much about it, because I don't really want to be a China-centric chant. Um, what was you, I thinking if we talk about the China? But also the, the Watchdog series, which eventually we're going to talk about um, censorship, shadow banning, uh, privacy concerns, more the techie side, and the philo- philosophical ramifications of free speech, all that. But um, that's why this is kind of the mind map, because it's our origin. It's the catalyst that, d- that had had a start. And it's pretty much what we want to talk about, but um, we yeah. But anyway, let's go back to the the grapevine. Yeah, the, the grapevine. We we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna release one, hopefully after this one. Um, we had a grapevine segment. We had a grape mind second se- segment where we had like comment review. That one was interesting, but we're gonna make that. We're, we're most likely gonna have to make that in a video format, which we don't know. Yeah, how to that do. was the issue with that. Is it? it it has it's to be video. It's ideal for a video. Yeah. If it's just audio. It and we need that YouTube traffic, even though they're banning a bunch of people. Sorry, but we're going to have to try. Maybe we can talk to YouTube and say, hey. But that's, I mean, the strategy I mentioned before. I don't even think YouTube's that important, but that's another thing. We should still have it on there because I think. No, yeah. I n- didn't say don't put it yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we don't should. I think YouTube is. Be There's Storyfire now. Storyfire and BitChute. There'll be so many other. Because YouTube is at a precipice, I should say. I don't know. I'm not very. I don't have a very positive outlook. I don't have a very positive outlook yeah. in the direction that YouTube is taking, especially for. What's going on? 
normal with, content with, creators. With, it's the people, we're not just the normal. People, the people they like, even the big people, like even, like even, critical, yeah. like um, they're they're shifting gears towards penguins, some, yeah, away from what they originally were. Like the yeah, kind of make it more mainstream. That's the Watchdog series when we talk about this so, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's new, like bit shoots, story, story fire. fire, these other. Uh, uh, platforms, I think, and then there's a lot more potential to grow there, and also and just gain podcasts. a following there, and the type of people who would go there. It's more important to reach them, I think. Like people who are willing to entertain an idea, even if they don't agree with it, to understand that side and have a cognitive, empathetic outlook on it. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. saying that you agree with it, but at least understand the other side, even if you don't agree with them, or they'll support. They will. It's like. It's like it's su- like support I'll always support your the people who the type of people who will support your right to free speech free speech whatever you want to say they may not like it but you can do it you might not even like no one's gonna be like oh my god this person said this yeah I want to complain that it's like on YouTube that can happen it probably will happen <laughs> but yeah this yeah we would talk about it on this episode but really we're gonna like we said the first pillars. I'm gonna call it the first arc is about pillars, mm. about even, that that thinking that is, that thinking that is important. That has but been even getting into those basic pillars. It's a lot of controversial stuff. I mean, if you talk, if you go into China stuff, if you go into tech stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Especially now. Well, that's more phase two. First phase one I want to talk about is cynicism. Really, that's phase one. Cynicism. They'll probably find a way. They'll yeah, like, they'll find hey, a way. You can't think like that. Yeah, you can't. They will. Wait a minute. You can't entertain an idea. You What'd can't. You, say? you can't discuss an idea. Question things. You can't question things. Are you advocating for questioning YouTube? That's the next stage. You can't have this. No. Or you questioning can't. everybody, even ourselves. Even yeah, you can't do that. Questioning <laughs> our own ideas. No, no, no. Uh, okay. Skepticism, cynicism. Yeah, that's more. I mean. Can't really go wrong with that. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they'll find a way. Because, no, because you know, funny enough, this is one of the episodes I want to talk with with a recurring guest, Mac, is um that there is a, a theory about, and it's for it's kind of like the the idea in physics that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction, kind of like the movements. Now, there was a movement. Well, I'll talk about a certain movement that we we're going to talk about that interests Max. Mac, because he's a martial artist. Because, you know, there's something called the Romanticism Movement, right? Mm-hmm. Which was a counterculture movement for the the neoclass, the classical, classicism, uh, the Greco-Roman revival of the classics. So they, th- you know, because they thought more logically, they thought, they cared about what the Greek and Greco-Roman th- thinkers thought, uh, believed in, which was mm-hmm. like logic, philosophy, uh, understanding of your emotions, being rigid, and um, I guess... It was the opposite of romanticism, which is more sensibility, more adventure, more taste in the new arts, new, you know, it's the mm-hmm. counterculture, which is something we want to talk about that funny enough, I think Mac would want to talk about. That's the type of stuff in the, in the first, um, episode or first arc, the pillars. That's, that's why I call it the pillars. Cause they're kind of stuff. They're pillars to a philo- to our philosophy and just philosophy in general, which is logic, reasoning, Critical thinking, um, skepticism, uh, our form of cynicism from Diogenes' teachings. And related to stuff with the Constitution, 
you know, those ideas, the Greco-Roman ideas in the Constitution, how it's relevant. Also, obviously, after that, we're going to talk about other stuff that re- pertaining to that philosophy, using that philosophy to react to ter- today's current climates, and also the dark psych- psychological aspect of things, you know? You know, so there's kind of a, a weird mix. We're going to have to learn to do it as we go, but I think... I have a lot of ideas. It's just execute, executing it, organizing it. But um, yeah, that's um, pretty much it. Anything else you got to say? Because I, I got to go to the bathroom and we've been here two hours. Uh, that's all, folks. I have nothing. I mean, a lot of ideas in my head, but as well, far as what we wanted to cover, I think we covered everything. We should still do a grapevine after this. So we're going to introduce, we should introduce all the segments that should, you know, are going to be regular th- things that are going to be a lot shorter. This episode is two hours. It's a lot more informal than what we want to try to do. We, the style will eventually change. Well, for the grapevine, I want to, for the for grapevine is going to be a lot more like this. I want to do it the right way. The right way. Exactly. Oh, you want to start with videos and you can use the video on the other laptop now. Oh, you That's could. Fine. Yeah. Interesting. It should be fine. So we just could have st- to rem- actually remove. Right now, it has the like face. Yeah, because the thing is about uh, uh, okay. So this is our our regular topics: WJC, mm-hmm. Wine Jar Cynics. The other one is Grapevine, a comedic outtake, a satire, pretty much satire, dark comedy. And then we have the great the comment review, which is the grape mind. I think we might change the name. Who knows? I thought we had another name for it. Even yeah, we had not. we called it Concord. I th- grape mine, like mining for co- oh, the, con- yeah, the good yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. But we'll see what we call it. But um, that that's if you want to have more stuff to do with philosophy and the pillars, at least in the first arc, like cynicism, eclecticism. We talk about critical thinking, dogmatic mm-hmm. thought. At least that's the first stuff, like prerequisite stuff. Before we move on to the tech stuff, that's you gotta you want you have to go on WJC. Regular, those are the topics. If you want to have a satirical outview and dark humor, humor, humorous outlook on the some current events, go on Grapevine. If you want to see comment review, go on um, Grapevine. So. That's so those are the segments we have for now. Another one is I want to do a historical one about history, like history today. I don't know what we'll call it. We're trying to keep the theme with the grapes because, you know, wine jar cynics, you know. But anyway, um, that's the we covered a lot of stuff. It's very messy. It's very informal. We're trying not to keep it like this. But, you know, it's the first episode. I want to be lenient on ourselves, talk as much as we can, give our stories. It's been two hours. And I think it's, like, the most important thing. And um, anything else you want to say? No, I think we covered everything. Okay, then. Everything has been, yeah. So let's, yeah, episode two, we'll see when we release that one. That's going to be on cynicism. All right, then. Wind us out. We're going to have to put our intro. I mean, outro. By by the way, doing the outros took a while, too. I had to find out how to do that on Audacity. Okay. 
see this back end. Parabellum. 